Dun, dun. We have here my co-host for today is Kendo X Anime or Kendo X voice actor on his <laughs> new I Twitter account. Maybe IG account as well. And right here we have with a special guest, Scuba Steve. He came and swimming out here from Texas to be on the show tonight with us to discuss DreamCon and the convention overall. So how are we all doing today? It's a fun show. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to finally get all our stuff off these conversations and talk about what all happened. I'm a little tired, you know what I'm saying? But overall, I'm excited just to even have this conversation with people. Well, with Kendall, you weren't there technically, Vash. I haven't met you yet, but finally got I'm there in spirit. I'm there in spirit. The, the Vash is there in spirit. You know, the Vash Trigon his, himself is there, transported over there. <laughs> Finally got to meet Kenny though. Yeah, it was time. I I will I'll be there next year. Maybe working for the con, depending on my relationship with John um and RDC World, depending how it goes for next year, or just as a press or just as a regular fan. Who knows? One of the other things will happen. So, other than that, um, I did did say hi to John on your behalf. Oh, you did. Nice. That's dope. I did not know that. Um, I hope I hope it went well for him and the whole crew of the RDC World. A big, a big shout out to them because they are doing, they are doing something huge and phenomenal with this con. Uh, but Kendall, how you doing, my man? Look, I'm, I'm good. Uh, I've been feeling like a little. I want to say I'm like exhausted per se, but like the mental fatigue is definitely there. Like I'm physically feeling rested post like the con, but mentally I'm still kind of trying to adjust back into the work sphere, trying to get caught up on work things um i need to go through all the photos from the camera i don't have memory on my phone so apparently i, I can't create reels so <laughs> mm. i've been trying to clear up space on my phone while being productive while you know mining my mental wellness while also reflecting while trying to um take some time to get some of these things off of my cameras tonight i feel you on that because for the first time in in any Gmail, my Gmail account is telling me that I have 96% used for the first time. I'm like, damn, mm. I have a lot of junk mail that I got to delete. And my phone has been telling me for the past six months that I'm, I am out of space. So I get it. I cannot do anything with my phone. But trust me, my fiance has been telling me to clear up my phone for the past year. So trust me, I get it. I just don't take the time for it. Yeah. I, I screenshot stuff and I never delete the screenshot. So I got I to gotta do that too. There's so many oh. times I have screenshot. You know, I tell myself, I got to save this for later. I got to save this for later. You know what? And I never look back for the later. I just I just keep it there in the storage. And screenshot or, it Or again. I'll share it. Or I'll share it. And I just, like, I have no reason for it anymore. Like, I screenshot it specifically to send to a group or a person, send it to them, and then it's just sitting in my phone forever. Yep. I've got, really like, um, freaking, even from DreamCon last year, like, I screenshotted my ticket so they could scan it. I still got that. I know I still got it because I looked at it this time and I was like, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> that's so funny. You was like, that's a year ago. Wrong one. So yeah, that's- I, I legit have pictures that are unposted from this year's BlurCon. Still have stuff to go through from this year's DreamCon. Things that never got posted from last year's BlurCon or DreamCon. And I'm just like, you know, you'll get content whenever. There's KatsuCon pictures from earlier this year. Like, I don't know. You get what you get. I'm also trying to figure out, um, like kind of Vash mentioned, like I'm trying to navigate 
the voice acting page. And I'm trying to be very intentional about what is pushed in that direction versus what is talked about on there. So I'm trying to like, mm, do I post this to my personal page, my voice acting page, the business page for the Conquer movement? Where exactly do I want certain content to be viewed at and trying to manage that? But we'll get into some because I think another good thing is I got a lot of good tips and advice from people through this weekend and even coming out of this weekend from meeting people. So I definitely at some point want to kind of talk about like any any good takeaways that you took from that, Steve. But not right now. We're still doing our intros. Yeah. But... Uh, like Kendall said, if you guys are finding us for the first time, if you have seen us already, if you want to follow us, all the things and links are down below to see where you can find us, Twitter, social media, the Patreon, the IG, the OnlyFans, the Twitter. Everything oh. is down below in the links of, of Kendall, Conquer Movement, myself, Anime Lately, the, the C4S. In the mind of the blurred, everything else is down below in the description of where you can find us. So I appreciate for everyone tuning in. This will be a short episode to really focus on DreamCon itself and the event and con itself overall. But also for next week, topic is the summer anime season that we'll be discussing. So I want to give a shout out to anybody that wants to check out next week's show as well to tune in because we're going to talk about the first three episodes of animes of what we're going to drop and continue. But without further ado, let's get straight to the news that did drop this past week. Um, Crunchyroll is to stream Shangri-La Frontier. If people did not know that, it's a shonen magazine type of series. So on the top of my head, do I know how many chapters? No, but I know it's at least around the 50 to 80. That's what I remember from the top of my head. And what's dope, that it has a character named Vash. Have I read the series yet? Not yet, but I know about it. But the sad thing is that Vash is not an important character. So that also hurts my feelings. It's dope that <laughs> the character name is Vash in the series, but he's not that important though. So, but I want to pass it to you first, Steve. Have you heard of the series? Do you know of the series? Because I know our friends over in Project Manga, they do the coverage for it. And I think they do it on their Patreon called the Special Grade Podcast. So, mm -hmm. so a big shout out to them. But Steve, have you heard of the series? Do you care uh, for it? Or are you just curious to see what country will do with it? I have heard of this series. I have not checked it out per se. Um, I've heard Project Manga been talking about it on their special grade in the Patreon a lot. And then also GB brought it up and he was talking about how great it was and stuff like that, singing his praises. And um, But I haven't checked it out yet, no. But, um, oh, actually Rome also, when we were in line, on Thursday, he was like, check it nice. out. So um, while we were in line on Thursday, we were all like on Shonen Jump app, just reading as we were in line. So <laughs> I have heard of it, but I haven't actually checked it out. I would like to, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's still early on into the series too, right? They're in like the sixties or something. I will, I will let you know in 20 seconds while I continue speaking, I'll find out how many chapters. Okay. Yeah, so what I heard that they're still in the 60s, but I've heard that it's really gas. So um, what did it say when it was going to be coming out or it just got announced? It just got announced. It don't have a yet date, but right now it's just going on with its, you know, promotional. I know um, that it's very popular, but it hasn't yet been announced of how, when it's coming the next year in year 2023, you know, summer season, spring season, it hasn't yet said that. I am upset about that, though, because that is another anime that has gotten an anime adaptation announcement 
And still, Undead Unluck is just sitting. No announcement. Hey, you're heard of Undead Unluck. I'm heard with Mission Josica family, who's been out longer than Mad Show and other series and still hasn't gotten announced for an anime. So, yeah. like, come on, like, the beautiful art, the story, the slice of life family and spice, like, come on. This yeah. is prime for anime opportunity. And you're not greenlighting this? Like, come on. It's so crazy. And and I just heard, I heard about Mashal too. Mashal got an anime adaptation announcement. And I'm just like, I like Mashal, but come on, man. Undead Unluck has been, like, gassed from start to finish pretty much and they're what on chapter 130 something now 140 i can i can kind of see i can kind of see what's up spicy in the chat shout out everybody in the chat real quick actually um but i can see why marshall formula wise i could see why you would pick marshall out before you pick undead unlock but mm-hmm. with the sheer volume of things that has been announced undead unlock should have been announced by now so oh, wow. I, I will I will not so, I will not not say that, but I can like I said, I can see why Marshall Marshall fits a certain profile and stereotype for mm-hmm. the way that Shonen Jump likes to put out anime series from their content. It fits Agreed. it. There's 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 the little there's the the puffs, there's a, a character that's super quirky and a little funny but overpowered, which is again, that's like the selling point right there in and of itself. You mm-hmm. got a, a I want to say the most diverse cast, but you have a, a fairly unique spread of cast comparatively. Um, but you do have people who feel very familiar and they like to have that that aspect as well. And I think that's the thing with Under Unlock is a lot of the characters are very unique stereotypes that we're not accustomed to seeing. They don't uh-huh. there's not a lot of tropes in on Undead Unlock compared to the yes, you got your lowly and a couple of other things that you might be familiar with that that you will again, you will see those things pop up. However, not to the extent that you'll see it in Marshall. You got the 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 cool the guy that wants to be the cool guy you got the the girl that's that's crazy and love stalker girl you got the really cool guy that's like the enemy but not really like there's a lot of just like very generic shonen s things about Marshall compared to Undead Unlock. Yeah. And with Shangela, it's almost at a hundred chapters actually. It has ninety one. Really? I yeah, thought they were uh, in the sixties. Yeah, ninety one, and it got released. Uh wait, I just lost it. Stop scrolling, stop scrolling so fast. Actually, 2020. So it's still fairly new. Two years in, man. Yeah, it's actually about to reach its three-year mark um in the next month or two. Dear Shonen Jump, stop playing with me. Just me out of all the people. Stop. Give me undead unluck. You gave us Sakamoto days. I'm excited for that. I asked for that. Sakamoto just got an anime announcement? I totally missed that then. You definitely missed that. It's or, gotta, or I totally forgot about that right now. Yeah, wow, it's, it's got an announcement. Um, it got announced a while ago, actually, too. Like, I don't know when it's supposed to be dropping, but it got announced a while ago. So it's like, all right, you're going to give us Sakamoto days. I've heard a lot about it, and I was waiting. Now I need my dad and look. So stop playing with me. Give it to me. I get it. Um, But overall... With Shangri-La, I'm excited to see it, what they do. I haven't had the chance to start the series yet or read it or check it out. But overall, uh, I'm excited. Maybe by the time it comes out, I'll try to read a couple chapters or see our first arc. Or perhaps, like most people do, wait and watch the anime and then jump into the series. So mm-hmm. that's what most people do. Sometimes I do that. It depends on time. But overall, I'm excited for the series. It looks pretty interesting. I think it's like a 
dude that's half human body and then the head is like a bird from what it looks like from the MC. That's my guess, guys. I'm sorry if uh, for those that do read the series, sorry if I'm way wrong about it, but that's my guess. I haven't touched the series yet. Uh, I've definitely I, I've seen I've seen Steve. I'm I'm in the um the group on Facebook for Knox and them. So like I see people talk about it, but I haven't had the opportunity to take it up yet. I'm trying to slowly cipher through my backlog of things. I literally picked up a webtoon the other day and it said the last time I read was October of last year. <laughs> so the, to give you a perspective where I am with a lot of manga and webtoons, that's how backlogged I am. There's things I haven't read or touched since October. Um, so I'm still just slowly kind of picking and choosing what I want to get caught up on and being a little mindful about that before I add too many new things onto what I want to read. Uh -huh. um, but I definitely, I did start Sakamoto Days. I think I'm like on chapter 30 or something. Oh, nice. So hopefully I'll be caught up on that by the end of the month while I kind of try and read through other things. Um, I'm pretty sure I haven't read Blue Lock since like December or January. So I want to catch up on that since we're about to get back into, or not get back into, we're about to get, you know, into the anime. Mm. Yeah, I think um, it's in September. So I haven't read since chapter four. So trust me, I feel you. Not since chapter four. I beg. <laughs> you you haven't even read this. You're not even a part of the Blue Lock community. Chapter four? Oh, Come on. Definitely bro. not. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It just felt too weird word to say, but felt too dark. Like it didn't feel like soccer. It felt like I don't that's that's my favorite part about it. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> it's a little it's a little grimy, it's a little gritty. Yeah, you know? like it felt very dark for a soccer series, but like I guess it works for it. I guess I probably have to push in. And just be like a, a bit of disbelief, but like, I right, okay. Just yeah. read for the story, read for the art. I've, I've heard that a lot of people were saying that Blue Lock is shot up into their like top five sports animes and stuff like that. So I've heard that too. I've heard high praise from Blue Lock. I, I have a hard. <laughs> If you if you were at DreamCon, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> you yeah. heard me. You heard my spicy sports hot takes. I, I, I can't wait for to talk about that. Hey, when, you uh, said that so, when you said that, a few people stood up. They were ready. <laughs> you mean some people I, stood up, or you mean some people was about to put down, sit down? Listen, no, that, that was a different. Listen, um, let 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 let's you know what? Let's 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 <laughs> slight slight news departure real quick. Just just because I want to say this, right? Um, I think sports anime is coming a long way. We're talking about news oh, and like, things that we're expecting. I think um, there's a lot of hype for Blue Lock. But I will say, I still think that there's a lot of other... I, I don't. I, I wouldn't even say I've read, I, I've read or watched half the sports, the good sports anime stuff that's out there. Um, however, comma, <clears throat> I still think that people have too hyper focus of an interest in certain sports because they have an affinity to it and for me like i never got super into boxing but i did martial arts growing up i played baseball i played volleyball i played football football not football but i played a plethora of sports growing up so like for me i get a lot of these different things like i played basketball and all these different things so all of these different sports catch to me in a different way so when i see some people it's like oh you're you're biased because you played volleyball it's like yes i played volleyball i played bowling i played baseball i don't know what you want from me i played a lot of sports growing up at different points in my life so like for me i am looking at i may not be super technical with a lot of the sports like to the extent that some people are but like i do have my own experiences with it so a lot of them 
I am a lot less biased than people think I am when I make my takes about sports anime. Again, I'll still stand behind. Most of y'all haven't watched Baby Steps, and I think it's a top five sports anime. If I could answer that as well, uh, I have never skated in my life. I've tried it. Uh, my balance is horrible. Um, I just cannot. I could ride a bicycle. I could, I, um, I could ride a scooter, skateboard. Nah, that ain't my cup of tea. I've tried it. That's for people I give props to, yeah. But skate to infinity, yeah, I, I have tear. I, like a tear have came down at the last two episodes, like the relationship, the romance, the dub and the sub. The dub is amazing for anybody that's watching. A big shout out good. to them. And the Skate Infinity, it literally is my top five or top ten of sports anime. And I don't have and I haven't watched a lot of sports anime yet. And I still know I need to watch more. But at the moment, it's probably number five or number six out of my sports anime that I've watched so far. And it's really good. And like, like Kendra said, I have not touched skating in my life once. Mm -hmm. But to actually enjoy an anime that I have no experience in, but just going by the story. But I could relate because of what, when you're a sport, you can understand that when you're in the mood, when you're in the drive of mm -hmm. your mindset in the sport, you can relate with what they're talking about. Because just because I haven't played, um, I haven't played skating. But I have played handball, I play soccer, football, I play American football, I play volleyball, I play bowling. So I know how it is when you're in the zone, yeah. you'd feel all your body sensation because you're literally in the hyper focus mode. And I think I think if you played any sport, any one sport, seriously, yes. any one, even yeah. if it's pool, even if it's pool, even if it's Agreed. table tennis, even if it's foosball, if you've ever played it seriously before, just in a moment. There you have those, even if it's just a few seconds of like absolute hyper focus. Uh -huh. You don't even know what you're doing. You're just in that zone, and, and I, I think that's that something that that any athlete of any sorts, like on whatever level, can appreciate. Obviously, if you're more skilled and more trained, like you probably existed in that for longer periods of time, more consecutively than most people. But like I said, I think if you if you've ever just really passionately been involved in any type of physical sports activity, I think that. You've, you've experienced that and you can connect to that on some point in time. If you've ever had to bond in a group or family, whether it's like a boys and girls club or something, you get that a lot from sports anime. So I think there's a lot of things that are relatable when it comes to checking out sports anime. And I just need y'all to put some more respect on sports anime. Yeah. But uh, my well, last Steve. my last thing I want to say before we get off of sports anime, is Air, Gear, Air Gear getting remade would immediately put it in people's top 10 as sports anime. Um, I, I still... I still don't want to move on to this topic because I still want to get Steve's thoughts on this because this is a good, you know, a good discussion oh, about it. Steve, so what are your thoughts about this? On sports anime in general, one, I've heard a lot about Blue Lock, so I haven't read Blue Lock, but I'm anticipating it a lot. Um, for me, I was one of the people that stood up when, Kendall, when Kenny said, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But at, again, he said that he was talking about from a manga so he's a little more ahead than me. I am. But for me, I was definitely like, whoa, 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 pump your brakes. <laughs> pump your brakes there. Are we talking about the Epo tick? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you was ready to talk about that yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, so, I mean, we here now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so for, you, I guess for the record, clip I told, notes we could give us a clip note. Yeah. No, for the record, I told everyone there that. 
Ipo isn't a top three sports series anymore. Oh, Ray would kill you if he heard this. That's his top. top Ray would be one. like, "Oh, that's, that's, shut no." Yeah, look, so I'm not gonna one. hold you. I sat there. They had me up there to give a hot take. The hot take did not did not start off like that. But by the time I sat up there and I listened to other people, shout out to like Kanji and them, give their takes. I was like, I need to ruffle y'all feathers a little bit more. So it started with like, I was going to be like, slam dunk, isn't that good? And I was like, I feel like that's like a 50-50 thing in the community now. I feel like people have their own mixed feelings around that. And then I was like, I was thinking about, I was like, you know, I, I, I started thinking, I was like, you know, Blue Lock is coming out. People are really going to like Blue Lock. People are really liking Awashi. There's always this strong contention of like, is Haikyuu or Ace of Diamonds the better series? Some people like Mix. Um, other people, like Mix I said, I, people people haven't watched Baby Steps. For um, people who've watched Ice Shield, they say that's a top five anime of all times. Like um, Captain Tsubasa. There's, there's actually so many sports animes. Now, the thing with Hajime Ippo is like, it's always like, Hajime Ippo is basically the Dragon Ball Z of the sports community. Like it's the the thing for a lot of people that kind of made them cast their eyes on the sports genre or like sports in general, mm-hmm. because it's like it wasn't it wasn't martial arts it wasn't fighting, but it was kind of in that same realm because obviously boxing is still martial arts, but it's just this it was more in the realm of sports it was like the first thing that was like outside of like initial D and some of those race car things it was really like in the realm of sports that really caught people's attention mm-hmm. and I still give them the clout for it. I did give the it's not that in animated isn't top tier goaded stuff. I don't like the direction that the manga has been in for some years now. Um, and just slight spoiler, because I, you're either not gonna read it or you're never gonna watch it again because it's not gonna get animated. But Ipo hasn't been boxing for a long period of time. Mm-hmm like years of time he has not been boxing at this point as far as like the manga release is concerned he's not been boxing for years of me reading not years in the series but years of me reading the series he's not been boxing for a period of time i granted it's another series that i've been behind for about some six months so if he started back in the ring they've been teasing things about it but like he's not been a boxer in a professional ring capacity for a very what should have been not in my opinion it seemed like a, a an it, it felt like a tease. And every time it was like hope that he was going to come back in some way, the authors just doubles down on like, but no, I'm not boxing anymore. And it's just like, are you going to do it or not? Okay. Yeah. He's still, he still got it. He still has the reflexes. No, but I'm not trying to get back into boxing. Mm, okay. <laughs> so it's just kind of like this, this tug for me. And again, this is my personal take in regards to specifically the manga. I've not been very happy with it. There's been so much good in it still. Like it's still quality reading, but for, for you all who I think the reason people love Hajime no Ippo is Ippo. Uh-huh. It's frustrating. It's very frustrating. If it was to pick back up an anime right now, the next season would be absolutely fire. You would still get so much boxing, but there's so less Ippo. But he's still constantly part of the story, right? Yeah. So it's and just it's a, it's a weird it's yeah it's a it's a weird dynamic for me. Anyways, like again, I'm six months behind. So for y'all that are, are caught up on the manga, you you might know some stuff um that I haven't read yet. But for me, even still, it's it, it was like I'm I'm just saying three years. It might have been even more than that. It's been like three years of like just Epo's just been chilling. And it's monthly. Um, Epo has I don't know what it is currently. It, okay. it has its stances of being weekly and then it has points where it's not weekly or it's bi-weekly. So I don't know what its, cu- its, current, its current rhythm is, 
But Ipo was still coming out for a long period of time weekly. So imagine me reading that weekly for like two years, basically. Let's just say it was two years. Let's say I'm like super exaggerating. It's only was like two years, but like two years of weekly releases. And it's just like Ipo is not in the ring. Yeah, that's like four chapters. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's heavy. So it's more than that. I promise you. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's a lot more than that. Um, hey, but it's still a good series. End, it could be two or three. Because remember, with the pandemic, we we lost track of time. So, you know, no, that's true. Say two pandemic three years, years. So. Yeah, pandemic years don't count to me. So it could be five years. Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my thing. That's my take on it. Um, like I said, I am looking forward to Blue Lock. I think it's going to be great. Uh, people are telling me that Awashi is superior. Um, I am loving Awashi. I've cried twice now off of episodes. I believe it was four and eleven. Mm-hmm. Basically, anytime the mom comes in and has a moment with <laughs> with with him, I'm just like, and it's not like she's like anything like my mother, but like the genuineness of the feelings being expressed. I am sure somewhere in that story, these are actual, this is actual conversations from someone's family because you can feel how real her empathy is and you you get introduced to her as being this like really stern and sometimes distant kind of parent. So Mm. it's just, whenever she comes into the scene, it's like really impactful. Whenever there's a moment where he has to like call back to her, it's been really impactful. But yeah, that episode four, when he was on the train, y'all, and he was reading the note, crying. I, and I watched it. I watched it back again, like the next day, and cried again. I need to check that one out. I've um, so I'm my favorite one is Epo, obviously, um, but I do love Mix as well. I'm a Mix fan. I haven't got into um, Ace of Diamonds. Everybody says I, I would. Swear. I really want. I really need someone to like do a Mix versus Ace of Diamonds thing for me because they're both really good. I just wait like a Mix. Mixes mixes anime. Yeah, it's It's anime. It's a baseball anime. Yeah, that's also really popular. Yeah, it's they're brothers. Um, and then one is a pitcher, and then the other one is like outfield or outfield. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really good. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and everybody's like, "Bro, what are you doing? Just start Ace of Diamond." And I'm like, "All right, okay, I'll start it." But I haven't got into it yet. I haven't started that one. Um, mm-hmm. State the Infinity is really fire. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think this counts as a sport anime, I don't know what you would call it, but it's competitive, competitive ballroom. Um, welcome to the ballroom. Oh, welcome to the ballroom. I need to finish that. Yeah, welcome I think I think that counts as sports. I would count that as sport. Yeah, I personally would. That that show is. I love that shit. Like I was, that was a pleasant surprise and find that I found. Um, your Meshi Pedal is fire. Yeah, top um, top top ten sports anime. Still haven't finished it, but top ten sports anime. Um, I've heard some Yuri good, Yuri on Ice, technically also a sports Yuri anime. On Ice, yes. Top I've heard tier. good things about um Stars Align. I've heard really good things um from Aaron from Black Anime about uh Run with the Wind. Mm-hmm. He said that one is too. really good. Um so that's dance dance to sir. I haven't heard anyone say anything about it like wrapping up, but it was pretty enjoyable. I watched like the first half of the season for last for the spring run, mm-hmm. but I kind of decided I think I wanted to see it. Like I wanted to binge it, so I'm gonna go back and probably pick that up here soon. I want to get into Slam Dunk because I haven't read it yet, but everybody, you know, that cult following. I feel like that's like the Yu Yu Hakusho of sports. But it is. I need to see. I need to see either Slam Dunk or Kuro no Basket. Kuro no Basket. I like Kuroku's, but I I was I played basketball and I I'm also like I like it, but at the same time I'm like I want an authentic 
basketball anime where it's not like yeah. kind of like souped up with powers and stuff like that. Even though people say it's not a superpower anime, but it, it it's not. But it's 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 a battle shown in sports series. Yeah, and, like, and Blue Lock Blue Lock is about to give that same exact energy, but it's yes. it's a lot more technical than mm-hmm. Kuroko no Basket ever actually was. Yeah. Um. Did you watch the um? What was it? Ah, Ahiro San, the the other basketball one that came out last year. Oh. Um, um, what was it called? It's called. Dang it! I know it. Um. Oh, man, because they didn't win a single fucking game throughout the whole right. anime. They, they kept getting tossed around. They, lose, they lost every game. But it was so realistic. I like I people were giving it flame, but like it was so realistic. Um, and Mike used to talk about it every fucking week. Uh, uh, or let me see if I can find it. Uh, 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 I oh. no soda. Yep, I hear no soda. Yeah, it 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 it's definitely. It had promise, and I think that it was about to pick up. I'm still waiting to see if they get announced for a second season. It got 24 episodes, um, but I just I don't know. I I enjoyed it. I like a lot of people was like it's not that good. I was like no, it like I don't I don't know if again talking to like the reality of like sports anime. I don't like I don't know if you all just played on sports team that won all the time, but like that's how it is in reality. Sometimes you're on a team and you're having Sucks. fun and it good, and you guys aren't as competitive as the other people. Like, that's a reality that some people live in. And, like, I guess, again, like I said, maybe for me, that was just uh, refreshing from that regard. They did have a lot of talented pieces. It just wasn't coming together yet. And maybe we were spoiled from things like Karuko No Basket and Ace of Diamonds and Haikyuu of seeing, like, teams come together really quickly. Uh-huh. But I thought it was I, I thought it was really good. Um, Sora, Sora was a, a fun protagonist, in my opinion. The cast around him was pretty good, in my personal opinion. But, Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed the Sora. I enjoy Kurpino Basket for what it is. I can't really get into Slam Dunk. I for a while I, I refused to watch Slam Dunk, honestly. Uh, really? I sat down in a server. I sat down in a server one weekend. I don't remember whose server it was. Um, might have been Crystal Lokier or somebody else's server. And they were watching it. And I watched most of the first season and I was still like, I can't remember past the first four episodes. I don't really care what was going on. I don't, I get that it was dynamic. I do understand the appeal of the, like the protagonist and stuff, but like, there's a lot of things that are really sharp and scratchy and I just don't like it. It's It's just, I just don't. Yeah. Following. So yeah, Hmm. it just wasn't your cup of tea. That's it's it's not. And I'll watch it again because for years, Jojo wasn't my cup of tea. And now I'll tell anybody to watch Jojo. So yeah. Sometimes it depends on when you watch it, the mood you're in and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Also, wow. one I do want to shout out is uh, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift. I like that one, too. Ah, nice. I never picked it. It was on my watch list, but it, I never picked Same. it up. I just haven't just to check it out. I also want to give um, a shout out. I have not I have not finished season two. Um, I'm not sure if Sam has as well, but Megalobox. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Megalobox. Yeah, I forgot Megalobox about Megalobox. My boy Joe, you're the underdog. You're like just straight boxing. The, the, the score, yo, Joe. the score and the intro song is amazing. It's just that stuff. Yeah, for both seasons, I would say the music was beautiful for both seasons. I did uh, like season one more than season four. two. Yeah, I heard that a lot from people. Um, I haven't. Skip. I'm so tired of like time skips and just trying to. Yo, make I hate time skips. Yeah, it's like, dude, like you have like, a great thing going. We, could, I would love for you to pick up, pick up. You know what I'm saying with his career and stuff. Instead, it's the time skip. Yeah. I haven't the same thing that uh, Kenny was talking about. I haven't 
boxed in a few years and now we have to watch this journey again and it's like no it's it's intelligent and lazy storytelling all at the same time like it's mm. smart to be like all right let's recap on the things that has happened but like once i've already seen you go through a journey i don't care about a gap in time mm. and for all the smoke that fairy tale gets for that whole seven year gap thing they handled mm. it well there was a gap in time you don't get that back <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna move forward and then it's like oh well they, they didn't get any they're basically as strong as everyone else in the world that's gotten strong. It's like, that's the point. They were the strongest guild. <laughs> mm -hmm. They were the strongest guild. They came back to compete and say that they were still the strongest guild. And guess what? They were they still were. the strongest guild. Strongest. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, so, like, that's the that's my only gripe with um the second season of Megalobox. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed the first season more, though. Because that grind was like you were there. I, I, I will to say, finish it one day. I do. I will say it. good thing about the second season. I actually, out of context, not dealing with the flash forward. I did like the story with the kid um, and the 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 little the community. Like in the first half of it, I actually did enjoy that. Like that stench of what was going. I on believe there. that's where I got to because I think me and Sam stopped around episode four or five, and that's when the cowboy was yeah. trying to like you know get back to you like yo what the hell are you doing with your life what's going on i like yeah. that's where i stopped mm -hmm. yeah so it was it was it was again i could have had that story without the flat the time skip and it would it would have still been appealing to me because okay. i think the idea of like uh, again spoiler a disaster basically hitting your area and having to recover from that that alone was an interesting concept people having to move from another area and learn to live that's an interesting concept. All the other stuff was like, man, 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 man. But I totally agree let's, get, let's get back into that news, Vash. What we got else? Yeah. What else we got? Our last one. The if anybody's excited for if you if you know if you like sports, if you are a fighter, and an animated Tekken Bloodline series uh, trailer reveals that. August 18. How are we excited about this idea of Tekken being revived? Because no lie, out of our type of fighting type of lore of games and shows kind of Tekken is the one that's not really as popular as Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat and other, you know, big fighter hitters. How do we feel about Tekken, Kendall? Like, are, are you a big fan of Ken? Are you a big fan of Tekken? Or are you just like, okay. So I don't know the stories. I've played all of the games, but like I only play the games because that's the games that everyone plays. Now, what I do know about the stories, like what I know from like context and conversations, fire story, like uh -huh. generational aspect. Like, I don't I don't know if any of the other fighter games are actually doing it to the extent um, that Tekken does it and the legacy that that is kind of passed along through the games. Even I've heard a lot of people talk about the most recent Tekken and how that kind of brought a lot of things full circle. So I am actually very interested. I never really had to think too much about Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, like you said, because there was movies and shows. So like yeah. even if I didn't play the games, there's other things to get context from. Um, Marvel versus Capcom. A lot of those shows, Marvel and Capcom, had their own TV shows, have their own whatever to build off of. So Tekken and Soul Calibur were the other two games in that yeah. fighting realm aspect that you never really got any context from. And now Soul Calibur, that I have played through most of, except for the recent one, though the most recent one I haven't played through that storyline but like the stories again the stories are interesting so it's it's not it's not oh no we've been blessed with greatness um most of those stories um are are yet to be seen and understood i guess so it, it's nice to see it and then on that same note we have ruby being animated as an anime 
mm-hmm. and that looks really good. And I already thought Ruby was great. I don't know about everybody else, especially the first three seasons. I would put Ruby next to a lot of other series. So um, talk about um other series real quick. Um, we have a special guest calling in. Uh, hey. his name is LSF. How are you tuning in? Um, our caller being jet lag. His name is. Uh-huh. LSF. <laughs> What's up, Lisf? Lisf. Oh, <laughs> is that what I'm going to save us, bro? Oh my days, bro. No, I'm going to save us, LSF. You know who? You know who the fuck I am. Hey, you know who it is. <laughs> you know, know the, the vibes. We know the vibes. We don't Ooh, know you man. how you look, but we know your voice, my man. How yeah. you doing? All right, bro. I'm jet lagged to a motherfucker, man. I'm fucked, bro. I feel fucked. It's either it's either that or COVID. Whatever one comes first, isn't it? Oh, oh right. Now nah, they say they say you have to recover for every hour that you flew across every time. That and also trust me. Time zones. And also, this was your first con like this big. For mm. for us people that we're about to talk about cons in a bit, mm. cons like post con is real. Like you literally mm. are it's high. Like it's the same thing. Like after like a three day party or something, you just mm. be exhausted or like. You know, a big part of the night before, you just yeah. want to fucking rest, and you yeah, already did it from Wednesday to Monday, so you already like experienced yeah, a lot. So yeah, because we 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 didn't party at all, didn't we? See, we, none of us party for three days at all. That never happened. We were seriously working every I'm, single day. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Like it's not like you sold out of copies of Shade of Red. Oh boy, you go every me single up, day. Man. Uh, except for Sunday where I didn't go. Um, Kendall, you're mute. Oh, I thought I tapped it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to LSF, man. No, oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. How's everyone? How was everyone doing, Steve? You haven't replied to my tweet. I'm kind of upset. But, um, oh, how's everyone? Right. I didn't Just know throwing shade on him. I didn't know throwing shade tweet. live. I didn't. I don't check. I don't really check. I only be in the YouTube comments during when I'm live, bro. I think. I think you should go look at it. I think you should go look at the tweet. But yeah, other than Steve, oh, how's everyone else doing? Yeah, we're, oh, good. We did, we're, we're good. Um, I'm curious question. Have you played anything about fighting games? Have you played the game called Tekken? Do you know of the series or the lore? Bro, or do you bro, care for bro, it? Bro, 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 bro. I am the Tekken. <laughs> I am the Tekken fucking king right now, bro. Like, Horang is my oh. main. I've been playing since Tekken 3. I can oh, literally shit. sing. You want, I can sing the Tekken 5 opening right here, right now. Where I can sing it right here, right now. Wherever you want. Don't so, let's go. Doing the best I can. Are you dumb, bro? I will slap anyone on Tekken. Are you? Are you dumb? Are you? Are you crazy? Are you crazy? Are you crazy <laughs> right now? So you're telling me, are you excited for Netflix animated Tekken show that is coming um, out next month, August 19th? It's called Tekken Bloodline. Are you? Are you excited, Alsa? Yeah, because anything with Jin Kazama, I just I get excited, man. Like, so I know it's going to be focusing on Jin and not Kazuya. Uh, I've always been a more of a Jin fan more than Kazuya. I think Kazuya just really fuck. I think Kazuya just evil, bro. Yeah, I limited limited context of like I was saying for the story. I prefer Jin as a character. Yeah, Jin, I prefer Jin. I prefer his story honestly. Like I like. Yeah. Don't get me. I empathize. I actually empathize with Kazuya. If y'all watched episode last night, you know that I have a villain streak and I like the darkness and things. However, mm-hmm. I like Jin's story better from the what I know about Jin's story. Yeah, Jin's crazy. Jin's... 
I don't know oh. nothing about the lore of Tekken. I know the lore of Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. I know the lore of Marvel vs. Capcom, like mm. other games. I know a bit more of Soul Calibur. I don't know shit about Tekken. All I know, I know how to play good the characters. I know how to whoop some ass. And that's about mm. it. I know some characters, we... maybe how they look. That's about it. I don't know who wants, anything about who that. Who wants to pull up on Tekken right now, bro? Well, well, not I don't now. got the game right now. Nah, well, if, I, if, I could go, if I could go get 13-year-old me, I'd take that chance, but not 20, not 33. 13-year-old you, Steve, must have been playing what, what Tekken 1? Oh, Tekken, Tekken this, man, this man's trying to age you. <laughs> this man's trying had... to age you, bro. Age, <laughs> yo, yo, Steve was about to lie to his 20-something on live. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm 20. Oh, no, you know, hold up. I cannot That's say I'm 20. I'm 30-something. <laughs> but, like, I was big into I was big into that storyline because I I liked the um the beef that he had with his dad. Hey Hachi, bro. Like oh, Hachi, yeah. The, the beef that he got with his dad. That that like no, nah, but bro. It really feels like Baki and um his dad. Yeah. When yeah, all, yeah. when 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 all three of them got it bumping though, yeah. Like I swear to God that I think there's one, there's like a little CGI movie they did once where it was like all three, like just before Tekken fired. Where all three of them were just scrapping, trying to kill each other, yeah, and it, it leads into the opening of Tekken Five. Oh, that, it's the promo, yeah, the promo uh, thing that they shot for, yeah, for oh, Tekken Five, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. cool, bro. He fell off, they they th- got him falling off the cliff, and they all met back up and they brawled. And it was like the, yeah, the they brawled and they were, fight, they were fighting in that house, and Jin knocks yeah. both of them out, and then they wake up, they wake up, and then literally all those robots tried to blow them up, and then that's where you get the 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 iconic opening scene where it's like Nani Kazuya. <laughs> amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> that was peak fiction, bro. Peak bro fiction. Oh, no, 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 don't say that, LSF. We as banned that as, word. <laughs> as far oh, as story, peak fiction. I would say I right. like I would like um Mortal Kombat story just because that's kind of what we grew up on the most. Mortal Kombat stories ass, bro. Can't even lie to you like that's I don't know about I think Mortal Kombat's movie stories, but the some of those cartoons, the anime series, especially. That kind of follows um, Wolf is mm. really really fucking good, um, mm. but then I honestly like Tekken more than Street Fighter story. Yes, really. I, yes, yeah. that's crazy because really good. Look, honestly, LSF is the first person I've met in my life that's a huge a huge Tekken fan and actually knows about the lore. I've met people that knows about Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, and other and yeah, other fighting yeah. games. I haven't met. Any other Tekken fans until now? I have Steve, I have Kendall, and I also have I know of the series, I know of the yeah. game, but lore wise, that shit mm. goes in one ear and out the other. I did not know about any of the series. When I become Street Fighter, just say that. Wow. When I become rich and famous, the game that I'm getting out the mud is Bloody Roar. That's the game that I'm pulling back for and going. What, to go what, get, what game? What Bloody, game? Bloody Roar. What game's that? So Bloody Roar is like their. They fight, and then, like, as that stamina bar goes up, and you can transform into an animal. Like, each person has their own, like, animal that they transform into. It's it's lit. It's really, really intense, too. Um, they didn't have a storyline back then. Back then, it was just character, mm-hmm. character, you fight. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I would love to, like, develop something for that. So Yeah, I've heard I've heard my bro, um, Sheed, talk about it. Um, shout out to Shinobi Sheed. But... I think, um, like even even back to like like the 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 whole Street Fighter thing. I don't think Street Fighter story is that compelling. Yeah, mm. like it's 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 really linear and straightforward. Even when you bring in like the backstory and the side story, it's just a straight shot. 
like you got this character he's great and then he falls into darkness Mm-hmm. You, I don't, you guys, I don't you know, know what else you really want to get from that series because they don't they don't flush out the side characters that much. Mm-hmm. None of the characters that you really love uh, really do get that shine outside of seeing them in the movies where they kind of try to flush people out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But like it's that's that's it. It's a really straightforward series. There's no depth to it. Again, like you look at a, a, a game like Tekken and their story is literally generational multi-generational uh-huh. and you you literally see the repercussions you see the impact and it's like a world impact it's not mm-hmm. just like a region impact like yeah street fighters try to have like the world tournament yeah mortal Kombat has like you know the world dimensions and all of this other stuff uh-huh. but like it's 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 still a very finite target with both of those mm-hmm. franchises whereas to me from what i understand from the tekken world it's like nah this is really like you see end to end how this affects the entire world per generation like there's yeah. a dr- dramatic effect that happens per generation because this corporation basically is dictating what's happening in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, lo- I, lo- I love how like, even like Jin as a character started off as like the good underdog guy that you hope for to just a fucking evil guy as well. <laughs> like yeah. that depth is, that depth is sick. But have you, have you talked talk about like independent fighting games? Have you guys heard of uh, Five Force Fighters? Five Force um, Fighters? Yeah, go, so- go, go search that up. I know the guy that's developing it. It's like a... Um, a fighting game with like a black cast, etc. Five Force Fighters. I hope I'm saying it right. Oh yeah, it it popped up. Five Force yeah, Fighters yeah. video game on Steam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like you guys should check that out, especially if you're into fighting games. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. On the PlayStation, I could play Tekken. There's Tekken Two. There's Tekken. Uh, Tekken Seven. Tekken Seven. Seven. I guess the only one on face on PlayStation is Tekken Seven. And yeah, get play it, bro. Too. What's what, what's what's everyone's favorite Tekken, by the way? Uh, um, I, I don't recall top of my head. All, all I know is I played them, but I don't. I definitely have not played five? number seven, but I know Tekken I played five. number five and before. Mm. So five and four? four, five and four stand Tekken. in my memory really hard. So I'm gonna say it's between one of those two. Yep, Tekken ah, five and three. Tekken five, bro. Three, 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 three was the first one I ever played. Like, mm-hmm. like, actually, like, I played through it a bit. um, Because, like I said, I, I like, the stories, I haven't fully flushed through all the stories for those games. Like, I haven't mm-hmm. played story mode. Like, I never owned the game, so I played it as much as I could play when I'm, like, mm-hmm. my family and friends. So, like, I think Bro. four and five are the deepest in my memory. Oh, who, 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 who could play sound of their computer right now? Wait, no, no, it is Tekken 3. It is is Tekken it 3? 3? Am I... Am I no, the one, that, the one that I'm remembering that yeah, I yeah, and now you got me. Yeah, me question my own memory as Bro, well. My who, 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 who could play sound off their computer right now or anything? Um, or I technically could, but I don't have it yet hooked up correctly. So sorry, technically my answer is no. Then. Play, someone, someone play. Someone go into YouTube and type in Tekken Free Martial Law Theme just quickly. I hear the first couple se- Forest Law Theme. Got y'all. I'm gonna play it. Hold on. Yeah, you said Tekken Free for, for, Forest Law Forest Law Theme. And tell me, yeah, why Yo, this game? Somebody, somebody cred this so that we don't get in trouble for this video. <laughs> if you play not. for under five seconds or less, we're good. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be under five seconds. We're waiting. We're waiting. Tell me this isn't the... That's not what I was looking for. You got it the wrong thing. Yeah, that's the, that's the, the selector. Hold on. Uh, where's the actual where's the actual that's the one that's the one that you just played it the one that you just played that was me 
Okay, oh. I just did it. That was five seconds. Yeah, we can't we can't run it. <laughs> that theme there, yeah, bro. When I was playing as a kid, yeah, like, bro, I ain't ever heard anything like that in my life, bro. I was like, what is this music, fam? Huh. Tekken Three is the best. I'm telling you, just music wise. Yeah, wise. I'm looking at the disc cover, and I remember this as a kid. This is the one. Yeah, no, I looked at the little the fight selection screen, and I'm just remembering that in like the bowling alley. <laughs> from, like, what, from what I'm looking at the covers, it looks like it's either Tekken Three or Tekken Five was my favorite. Yeah, I, Three I, and I, Five look really similar, right? Yeah, it's I I know for sure Five definitively. I just know there's another one that's like prior to that that's from my childhood, and I know that's another one that I like. So maybe it was Three and not Four. It could I, be. Was, but, I do remember playing Tekken Five though as well. It was fire. Bet, bet, bet. What's that next piece of news? Is that the last, the last piece of news one. we had? Yes, correct. The last one. Um, have anybody heard of another Netflix series that's coming out next month in August? Um, have you heard of the series called Dota? It's inspired from a video game as well. Dota. Sorry, they're getting another season. Am I thinking yep. about... Oh, good lord. Why? Why? Yeah, uh, Dota, Dota's um uh, Lord, oh, how wow. do I say this without being rude? Think if you played League of Legends and those other type of uh, smite and stuff. So why? Why the fuck not just give us Arcane season two? Why we? Why we skip the full play? I mean, it's in. It's to be fair, it's in production. Let's let's it not is, be aggressive about that. Take your time and it do it right. Absolutely please. in production. Please take your time. Care. Please take I your time. So, bro, give me Nintendo, that. The full name of the series called. Dota Dragon's Blood. Yeah, it what was the first one. Was it? I don't know because I know we got Dota something and then we got Dragon's Dogma. I don't know if those are the same things. I'm just not thinking about them correctly. I know I dropped both of them because I was bored. So, uh, well, Dota is the one that Sam put me on, and this is probably the final season it's coming next month. It's season three. If you like um Castlevania type of theme, if you like a bit of Troll Hunters type of animation. Dota's really not that bad. I like it. If I, if I, from the top of my head, season one or two, I give it a nice 7.5, 8 out of 10. I'm gonna, go back and, I'm gonna go back and watch it because it's a series about dragons. So yeah, ultimately, really I have no choice but to watch it because that's my thing. Check but it yeah, out. So I was watching check it out too, right? Mr. I was Dragon watching person. it and I, and I didn't I, really I, care. I, I didn't really care. Like at that and Dragon's Dog, because that's the other one, came out at the same time Ooh. and they were. They were both just mad for me, so I think I yeah. I might have clumped them both together and just stopped watching both of them just because. Drag, Dragon's Dogma was peak, man. Car, the game Dragon Dogma was so good, yeah, but that series just weren't it. Yeah, it, it wasn't. They tried for it to be something, and it ultimately wasn't. They were trying to be Castlevania. Yeah. Oh I'm... yes, um, Kendall. I remember seeing Dragon's Dogma on Netflix, and it catch my interest. Yeah, the game. Have you played the game though, Vash? No, I haven't, but I've Ooh. heard of the game. The game is good, boy. The game is good. They need to bring. They need to run back number two or something. Mm-mm-mm. Looks good though. Yeah, um, but Steve, have you heard of the series? Um, with Doctor Dragon's Blood, have you heard of it? Do you care for it? I the next season watched- three is next month. Only watched the first two episodes and I dropped it. Um, so I don't think I gave it a fair chance. Um, you guys seem like you like it, so I'm not gonna yeah. shit on it or anything hey. like that. But I only watched the first two episodes and I was like, no, nah, this is not for me. And I actually dropped it. Hey, Sam put me on and with Sam recommendation, you can't go wrong. He's always on point and he always knows people's flavors. Boy, send it to me. 
I fuck with it. I've been season one and I've been season two, and it was really enjoyable. So I can't wait for season three. It comes out next month. So we have a lot of content in the animated style next month with Netflix. They at least doing good stuff with that. And they're also putting out a good movie this this coming week uh, for anybody that's excited for the Gray Man. Um, I know I am. Mm-hmm. I know James is as well. And Chris from C4S. I don't know if, if anybody else is also excited for the Gray Man. So, but... I had uh, watched, like right before I watched it, I watched uh, Ex Machima on Amazon Prime. And I oh, nice. was really fucking with that one. And then I turned around and was like, oh, dragons again. And then it just didn't give the same vibe. So maybe if I watch it with a clean palette, it'll be better than when I watched it straight after watching something else. Because that can kind of immediately make you have comparisons and standards that you expect it to live up to. And if it doesn't, then you just drop it. Or, well, that's how I end up doing. I end up dropping it if it's not the same. So I have to probably watch it with a fresh pal- on a fresh palette, you know what I'm saying, without. I do highly suggest that, like, it was a good anime, the lore of the characters. Um, there's some, like, tiny plot holes here and there, but, you know, not every series is perfect. Um, they're going to have their mistakes or they're not going to fill in every single story that you will want. But overall, I can't wait for season three. Mm-hmm. But that being said, if we have all the news being wrapped, everyone comments, I'm going to pass it to Kendall to lead the ship for the rest of the show for the DreamCon conversation. Are we talking about DreamCon? DreamCon. Yes. We're talking <laughs> well, about DreamCon um, overall, the, overall with the convention itself. Mm. So, so Kendall, it's all yours. You're on mute. All right, let's go. Let's go. So, Actually, Vash, before you go, we can start with Vash. We have LSF here. So, Vash, unmute yourself. Bring yourself back in. How was, what was it like meeting LSF in person? So that's, one, that's that's the Wednesday. We're, we're starting that with is Wednesday. True. That, that is, is true. That, that is, is the, the dream, Wednesday. The beginning of DreamCon week is the Wednesday, and LSF is, is in the continental U.S. That is true. Uh, because for most people, some people travel that Thursday, or some people travel that Wednesday. LSF. LSF was one of the people that traveled Wednesday. And LSF, you know, did not hit me up like, yo, bro, I'm going to see, I'm, I'm going to come to New York. Can I see you? He just hit up Sam. He like, yo, um, and Sam, you know, my, my boy, my best friend, and he hit me up, said like, yo, he's coming through. You know, let's go meal with him. Um, I'm happy LSF did not know about the current uh, meetup of me surprising him. His reaction was priceless. It was beautiful just seeing him and meeting him in person. And like just actually being like, yo, I've known this dude for the past two, three years through the interweb. And it's just funny how as a kid, you be like, you will never meet your pen pals. I'm like, what? That's a bullshit. Like, I've met so many pen pals from yes. like the whole West Coast. I met a friend from the UK. That's just the most crazy shit to say that mm-hmm. I've met a friend from the UK. And that, you it's actually gonna make me cry again bro i said i'm not gonna i've done crying i that was well, funny you probably might cry two more times throughout the rest of the show because uh, it was such a good time to meet you and to see how such simple things that me and sam just took you around sam bought you a whole pie of pizza and after we went to eat ramen we went to times square we went around uh we went around 34th street just to the seventh floor of macy's like such quick things of tours that me and Sam took you within 
within a matter of six hours. You saw Showtime on the train station. You were such a generous type of donor. You saw Times Square of the street dance. And just to hear you say that you're having a, such a great time while me and Sam felt like we were just taking you such quick things to do. But your your generosity and your happiness was so showing and was such dope to see. But LSF, you give us your opinion of your Wednesday. Bro, I was nervous as fucking hell, yeah. But bro, as soon as I stepped off and I saw Sammy, I knew I was in good hands in it. Like, see New York for the first time in my life was just insane, bro. Like, with how big all the buildings were, um, just everyone walking around. I'm I'm so sad that I almost saw a fight when I got off the um air, air oh um, yeah thought of that airport. too. Oh bro, that was amazing, man. Like literally, I literally stepped off. Some guy bust a brush past <laughs> this girl, and she was like, "Don't touch me again, fam. I'll fuck you up." I was like, "Yes, Mrs. New York. This, this is New what York. I'm waiting for. <laughs> yes. Hey, can you see I'm fucking walking here? I was like, this is what I need." <laughs> This is what I need, but no, honestly, just just seeing all of that, it was it was amazing, bro. Like that, I really did have good company. I'm not even just in New York, in Dallas. Obviously, I'm not trying to skip ahead. Spoilers, um, but um, just from wherever I went, man, everyone, it's just been, it was very eye opening, and I feel like for the longest time I needed it. Um, so yeah, thank thank you, everyone, man. I I know I don't say enough, but just thank you, everyone. It's it was just amazing. Oh. Of course, and like, and like our boy Sam is in the chat. He said that you guys also went to Nintendo World and Rockefeller yep. Center and the Kinokyo Nuna bookstore. And he said that you also actually did miss him completely <laughs> at the airport because he tried to tell you that he's the only dude that was holding a box of pizza for you. <laughs> so that's 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 love because I, I don't think y'all would understand how LSF was tweeting about this pizza for like days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he he was just waiting to come and get get the pizza. And he when your when your friend comes with the pizza, your friend comes to the airport with the pizza and yeah. buy a pizza. And by the time I met up with them, we threw out the rest of those five slices that was there. That's 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 yeah. that's that's a New York experience for you. It's a good experience. No, hold up. And a cherry on top. We threw out the pizza instead of throwing it out. My apologies. We gave it to a homeless man. And like, hey, you want the yeah. pizza? And he took it. So like, yeah. that is the full circle of the New York City experience. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I went everywhere. I went. I went to a CVS. They they nice. told me that CVS is like a pharmacy. I went. I go in there. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a flipping sweet shop, fam. I was like, wait, what kind of pharmacy sells sweets? I'm like, what's going on here? This is so fucking bizarre. I love it. Like it's, it's crazy in there. Yeah, like, and he also bought his first Gatorade too. Oh yeah, Gatorade um, for the first time. Yeah, that was sick. That was that was nice. Which was sad. No red flavor. There was no first. So as the first taste was the blue drink. He's like, not bad. Feels good. He yeah. said. All right, which it, which which blue drink now? Did y'all give him the frost cooler? Like, there's a lot of there's the, okay. A, so there's know, a lot the, of different the, shades the, of blue. The blue original, the OG blue, the, the OG blue. Boo boo you. Y'all should have ruined his day and gave him the cucumber lime. Damn. Nah. Nah. Y'all should give him. Y'all should give him that good old green. <laughs> doesn't does, does, does how how good those drinks are though. Yeah, nothing is defeat in Texas, Dr Pepper. Yeah, that shit is like bro. Crack. LSF drank 75 Dr. Peppers, bro. You lie. 
his bro everywhere we went he drank a dr pepper got a refill oh oh i'm thirsty i'm about to go get a drink i'm like oh get some water because it's hot he come back with a fucking dr pepper dr pepper every time it was i, was I like, have bro. never wait wait hold up question steve 75 in one day or the weekend? No, no, I, I'm exaggerating, but he at least <laughs> drank at least 30, 40. I'm like, okay, yeah, so still one day, weekend, the one sitting. Okay, all right, weekend. cool. I about to say, but still, Bro. Sam knows me. Dr. Pepper is my favorite drink LSF, of soda. LSF averaging a, a, a case of, of Dr. Pepper a day is crazy to me. Bro. <laughs> No, oh, yo, that's crazy. the crazy shit. Is because I love Dr. Pepper. I will choose that over any soda, but never in my life I have drank thirty I, to forty Dr. Peppers in a weekend. Like <laughs> in a believe, weekend, what? Bro, I couldn't I, believe that he went okay, to listen. Popeyes. Yeah, go strawberry ahead. Fanta was right there, bro. <laughs> bro, you picked Dr. Pepper over bro. strawberry Fanta. <laughs> I was like, bro, if you don't get the strawberry Fanta, he's like Dr. Pepper. I was like, I ought to kill you. That's bro, you. bro, you need to understand. I come from a place here. Yeah, I keep saying this, bro. There's a sugar tax, bro. Yeah, you can't, you can't even be a sweet girl and come into this country without getting taxed, bro. Yeah, because I'll tell you something. People were dying from heart disease and this and all this rubbish, and the, the UK the European governments decided we're putting a tax on the sugar, which means every drink has to have the same amount of sugar, and anything that anything over that or wants to be imported that has over that. Has to pay a tax on each gram. Oh so shit! I can, then I know that. Yeah, I, so I could. So for example, I bought sweets over from America. That's fine. So I can bring them over. But if I wanted to sell those, I'd get in a lot of trouble because I haven't paid the sugar tax on them. So if I mailed you a strawberry fountain, you could drink it. Like it would come to you, or would they that, take it out of the mail and send it back and be like evil? That, um, I don't know if you can eat. I don't think you can deliver liquids like that. Like so the, I cannot, so me or Sam, can I send you Dr. Pepper, like a whole pack, a whole case? No, no, no. Wow, we cannot send you Dr. Pepper overseas? Wow. No, no, no way. That would, that would not get through. Uh, I am crying. So Bro, what I, I couldn't tried, believe. I, and so then I, I tried to get him to go to Popeye's again, and he was still going to get Dr. Pepper. No, I'm no, crying. I did not. No, bro, no what's her? I did. No, what's her right now is you're telling me that he drained 30 to 40 Dr. Pepper in one weekend, right? But yeah. when me and Sam took him to eat ramen, he did not, he didn't finish the soup. He just ate all the, all the pasta, all the food there. He just left the whole liquid of the soup. Like, that's the flavor of the ramen. Bro, bro, me bro. and Sam saw that. And me and Sam were like, disappointed. Like, how did he just you leave? Bro, listen, yeah. Firstly, yeah, the flipping portion sizes, yeah, are just not, just not to my, to my liking, yeah. Like, like, y'all like to eat. And that's, that's, that's great. But my itty bitty belly cannot handle it. Secondly, bro, we had about fifteen minutes to eat this ramen before I I didn't even make it to Texas. Yeah, if I if we, your if flight I didn't eat... your flight was delayed still, so you still had the chance. <laughs> I didn't fucking know it was delayed. I was going by the time that they said. This is true. Hey, God's work well. All right, we we made it to the train. We yep. uh the whole experience just to be with you, chat with so, you, talk so... to you, and and everything. So what, what you're saying is, LSF, you didn't have Korean barbecue on this trip. No, didn't. he did not. <laughs> however, we got you, however, we got you next I'm, time. I'm, next I'm, time, next time. Hey, we're, I'm, we're, I'm, we're trying to convince you to come back for NYC. NYC uh, is the next one to go to. When is that? December, isn't it? November, November. 17, I believe. 
yeah, that sounds right. The weekend, whatever. No, weekend but the the, the the ticket the ticket prices I've seen for the corner are expensive, bro. You could go as a vendor, uh, or as a booth person. I'll, I'll you know, I'll, if 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 I talk to Anime NYC and they say yeah, I'll actually try to come through. Hey, and you, you don't look, you don't have to book a hotel right here. The animately bash room right here's the couch. Right, you can sleep right there. there. Somewhere, somewhere in the background is Vash's fiance throwing throwing things at him for a second <laughs> without without communicating that. <laughs> but let's let's move on. Let's move on to let's right. we're we gonna, so, we gonna hit some points. We got so my we got Wednesday the, is done. We got the Wednesday, got the Wednesday. Shout out to Vash. We're gonna we gonna roll over. The flight has landed. It's two o'clock in the morning. LSF has finally made it to it's Dallas. Yeah, this oh, is basically revolved around, this is revolved around LSF. The whole story oh, is gonna revolve yeah. around LSF nah, now that LSF stuff. is here. It's the it's the DreamCon, the DreamCon LSF experience. Oh, <laughs> but bro, let me tell you something. Yeah, like, I remember Vash and Sam were like, Yeah, be prepared for that Texas heat. I'm like, these are probably just gassing this shit up. Bro, I was in the airport, I stepped out. The heat slapped me in the face. I was about to go <laughs> find the nearest plane and and take it myself, fly it myself back to England. So nah, this is ridiculous. This is. I think I said to Steve about. Uh, I think I said to Steve at least twice a day. What the fuck is wrong with this country, bro? How is it this hot? How? Yo. How? My my boy live in Texas. When you was on your plane, my boy posts a story saying that it's hundred and twenty five degrees over there, and I'm like, no, bro. Like, bro, is that true? He's like. Yeah, the heat, the heat like, index probably hit that point at some point in time in the day. I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably 107 was the highest that y'all got. Y'all didn't get one. No, the the flat temperature was oh. 107. But that's what I'm saying. When you add in that heat index, yeah, like that high point or, of the day, they or start creeping into that. Texas, you know, probably, say, probably, I say Dallas probably at least one day while we was there probably was feeling like 110 degrees at one point in time. Uh-huh. Yeah, you lucky though. I feel like half the days we were there was actually pretty moderately temperatured. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm the last day when we went six flags. Yeah, bro, I was almost passing out on the rides, bro. How hot it was. Y'all kept on stopping. I was like, bro, this is the only time you're gonna get the six flags, and there's literally nobody here. Wait, let's ride everything. And they wait, kept on stopping. yeah, was the six flags? Yeah, on Monday. Shit, that's dope. Tell me about that. I did not know that y'all went to Six Flags. Bro, I haven't got anything to say other than it was hot. <laughs> but, well, so, I mean, this is, this is hot. after, I guess this is still around DreamCon. So we're going to do around DreamCon and then actually. All right, copy that, so, copy that. My fault. So Monday was like, pretty much like, we get there and like, there was nobody there. Pretty much nobody in line, nothing like that. So I was like, bro, we can ride everything. And LSF was like, I'm down, I'm down, we're gonna ride everything. And then we we were there, we rode one ride, and then him and Kells were sitting down on the bench. They were like, Man, it's hot. I was like, bro, I thought we was riding everything. And they sat there bro. for about 20, 30 minutes. You know how this hot no, I was ready to go, yeah, but you know how disheartened I was here yeah, when these lot said the water rides are closed. What the fuck am I doing here if there are water rides, bro? Do you know how hot it is? Yeah, the water rides are closed, I guess, because we got a drought in Texas. Yeah, rain. But I was like, that doesn't make sense. Hurricane Harbor is next door and it's open so you might as well just open up these two water rides it doesn't make sense <laughs> they probably they probably want to make money until people go you know you know you know go to the water park instead that's my guess yeah, it was weird i was like man but whatever. but lsf i get you i get where you're coming from because i like to go to parks 
if I'm there and I paid already, I will suffer and still try to ride every single ride. But my girl, with that heat, me and my girl went to Orlando, you know, a good four years ago or three years ago. And my girl, after like, after midday, she was like, nah, babe, I'm going to sit down. I'm like, nah, baby, let's go. Girl got me out of life. You want me to continue walking with this damn heat? You out of your damn mind. I'm like, stop it, heard you. You know what? <laughs> let's rest. And she's like, babe, it's not you. It's the heat. This heat bro, and me don't go work, so I get you. These are acting like I wasn't walking. I walk. I'm European. We be walking. Like I, I walk quick. These are strolling, taking in the sights. What else is there to see? You can see the heat vibrations in front of you. Let's get to A to B right now. Bro, it was just like... It was and I, saw the, I saw the heat wave. I physically saw the wave manifest in front of me. It was like they sat down. We went to the next ride. We got close to the ride. And then Kels and LSF was like, let's go inside this shop because there's AC in here. So we sit there for enough. We spent we spent more time sitting down and in different shops and stores and stuff than actually being on the ride. See, y'all so don't, don't know. Y'all don't know that going in the AC is a trap. You got to go in the AC to stay in the AC. Going in the AC to go back outside is just making you feel more hot. <laughs> yeah, bro. Every Steve, time I'm so we sorry. <laughs> you was trying to be a chauffeur and it did not work out. Bro, every time we walk past one of those like misters, LSF came out super soaking. Like I was like, bro, like how you that went from the misters? And he was like, no, nah, man, no, nah, I can't do it. I was like, bro. They were the best rides there. Those misters were the best thing. Yeah. They were the best attraction there. I could I could stand. Hey, bro. The it was good, bro. It was good, bro. It was good, bro. Yeah. But um Thursday, LSF called me. Really? So I was in the car and I got, I was supposed to pick up Rob J and uh Rome. From the airport and um i was like right i was almost at the airport and the lsf called and he was like where are you at man he's like i'm here he was i was like oh you're gonna be at the airport and he's like no no i'm already here and i was like oh okay give me your address and he was only like three minutes away from the airport so i was like i'll pick him up first do we, do we, do we tell him about the sex hotel that i was in the sex hotel oh bro, bro. i was in the sex hotel where lsf found the most rinky dink motel he could find and that's where he was staying. So anything that you're you see in like she was at the red roof. Bro, no, worse. Red roof is worse, nice. Worse than the red roof. He was in this thing called Starry Night and Stay or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Bro. This man was in like it looked like like anything in movies where you'd be like, this is a rundown motel. That's where. It looked like, but the thing the room is, was master. The room was nice. Yeah, I was about to say the thing is, you opened <laughs> LSF door and it was like a entirely different place. I was like, there's no fucking way that this room is for this building. There's no way. Not, not was, you got not you got catfished bro, <laughs> in the best way possible. It felt, you know? like, it felt like on Peacemaker when he walked into that that closet and it turned into all the fucking yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it fucking felt like. <laughs> Like it was like, bro. I was like, I just know this room's gonna be a piece of shit. And we opened the door, and it was marble. It was like marble floors and marble <laughs> dresser. And I was like, bro, what kind of fucking bullshit did we just walk into? Like, what vortex did we just walk through? <laughs> That's so weird. Nah. Um, it like, I don't even know what to say. Like Sam just said, I'm, I don't even know have a comment. I don't, I don't even have a joke. I'm just here enjoying the story. I'm like, wait, what? Bro, that shit was like Man. it was a big ass possum outside. Like it was, looking, <laughs> it looked bad. And 
when we was walking up to it, I was just like, I mean, he wanted to stay here. And what was funny is Rob J stayed at the Country Inn, and it looked real nice on the outside. And then we get inside, and it's shitty. It was Damn, like, the opposite. TV. They exactly. gave they gave they gave Rob a box TV, bro. I had a flat screen with just bare yeah. porn channels, bro. Loads of what? porn channels. I'm yeah. crying. We knew what we knew. They knew what it was about, bro. Not bro. the flat screen with the HD porn. With the HD bro, wow. porn, bro. Get them in the mood. Rob J had a fucking TV that if you picked up, you'd break your back. Like a big ass TV in wow. his fucking world. Now he now he got a TV from the 1990s, bro. It was crazy. I was like, there's no way. Like y'all rooms should be, their rooms should have been switched. And if you is, looked at how li- nice this shit is. And then we almost got stuck on the elevator. The elevator on, on, on Rob J's like, elevator. On like, Rob J's hotel? Bro, we was on it and then it Wait, like. Wait, bro, bro, <laughs> not, even, not, not even that yet. They were treating Rob J's hotel like a sex hotel. Me and Steve went in to go get Rob J. And when the person at the door was like, y'all have fun now. I was like, huh? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Nani? You the wrong, Nani? The Are we about to have a threesome? What? <laughs> and then shit, when we got there to check Rob J in, the fucking computer system was down. He couldn't even check yeah. in. So we sat what? there for an hour. Like, Rob J's hotel was trash. And then LSM had a nice hotel, if that makes sense. It's so weird. This whole shit was fucked up. So so Rob J's hotel was a catfish and and LSF had a dog bird, I guess. He he had like the opposite. You you went in, it looked like trash. It was really amazing. Oh yeah. my god, not a dog bird. I've never he heard didn't... of that. that <laughs> Yo, I, I just made it up. We were running with it. <laughs> but he didn't even have a, like, you know, LSF wasn't in a hotel. He was literally in a motel. Like look, I don't know. It sounds like I need to bad. I need to I need to go stay at this spot because it sounds affordable, is what it sounds like. It's given Bro, affordable luxury. It was nice. I ain't gonna lie to Word, you. Guys. All right, cool. So or for 500 pounds, con. 500 pounds was like six days. Yeah, it was nice, bro. Yeah, that's that yeah. sounded like a steal of a deal, man. That's better than an Airbnb at that point. That's uh, what I'm saying, bro. Hey, next year, DreamCon, we out there. Let's go. Let's go to motel. I ain't staying. Sex I ain't staying in no sex hotel. I, I ain't gonna hold you, though. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it looked like he could get robbed at any minute. But yeah, true. Oh, every, Lord, every, every, every time I went outside to go smoke, I was like, bro, I'm playing with my life right now, boy. <laughs> Welcome bro, to it, America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, it's like when it's like when, Steve, it's like when Steve left me and I got G checked, bro. But we'll get to that, bro. I know uh, I see I see Bo in the comments, uh, yeah. Oh. I see Bo in the comments. Yo, bro, the I most forget, funniest bro. thing, the most funniest bro, thing that I saw die. on Twitter from LSF, he said, every time I go to Steve Carr. I'm the one driving, but I I don't drive. And I'm like, wait, oh yes, because in Europe the car seat is switch. So yeah. it hit it me. my door a few times. It felt sweet. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, thank you, Seth. I didn't trying expect to, you to trying open to open the, the passenger door, but it's actually the driver's door. I understand. Oh, oh, oh thank you, sweetie. <laughs> I felt felt like such a bad bitch. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. I'm crying. No, the the worst one is where he just where they let me open it and just stand there. Like I opened it and I stood there hoping <laughs> no one would notice. And we was all just standing there. And I just looked back and I'm like, yeah, I think I've done it again. Bruh. So so let's let's um let's 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 go to the, the Thursday night portions of the shenanigans, man. Mm. Nah. <laughs> Did you go bowling? Mm. You went bowling too? Me? Me no. No, Kenny. I didn't know. Oh no, I didn't make it to bowling. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I was like. Let's get to the Thursday night shenanigans because yeah. y'all y'all had a time. There was so to 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 be, I guess, my take on things. 
<clears throat> I got in Wednesday, Thursday. I'm supposed to be at all kind of things. I'm supposed to be at all kind of things. There's bowling. We we went pre-registration. We had there was bowling. There was karaoke. There was a pajama party. There was another rooftop party. And there was a whole other part. There was like six to seven different things going on. And everyone was like, yeah, be here at this time, at this time, at this time. Obviously, no one's things actually started when they were supposed to. So I never made it over to the bowling alley because um, shout out to my bro Black Card. He came in. He drove through. I was in from Austin. And he got in like around 730. And everyone wanted to start their little meetup like around 8 o'clock. That just wasn't going to happen. Uh, so I still had to go back and shower and change and all this different stuff. By the time I chilled and lay down and, and like got myself together, it was almost like 9.30. So I was just under the assumption that they were done with bowling at that point. So I just went to the next event that I was trying to go to. I was going to go to the pajama party, but it was like 35 minutes away from where I was staying at. And I was like, well, one party's five minutes down the road. The other party's 35 minutes down the road. Is yeah. uh, Quick mats, quick mats, you yeah. know? But yeah, tell me tell me about bowling. How how did everything go with you guys as far as the bowling? And then where did the night go from there? So I went yeah. to the pajama party store. I didn't oh, yeah. go bowling. LSF was uh, part, pajama party. Yeah, that, that party changed my life. So um <laughs> Steve's laughing. <laughs> that that changed my life, bro. I couldn't even lie to you. Hey, that, yo. That's a discussion. That's that's a discussion. Well, well, let me just, let's let me ask this. It changed your life in a good way? Oh, it changed my life in, in ways that I never thought it could. Oh man, that, that's line. sensational. Clearly, mm-hmm. that's that's just just a glimpse of what happened Thursday. See so yeah. you. you you got one party. I went to um shout out to uh Tokyo Tokyo Summer Gaming. I went to his event. So we got LSF at the pajama party. And then Steve, what what did you what did you do <clears throat> before we were all assembled in the same spot? Where what did you hit up for the night? Me, Rob J, Leek from Worst Gen, Analytical, the whole crew. We all went um bowling. So we were at uh, round one and we went bowling and shit. It was it was really chill, you know what I'm saying? We just had a good time and stuff like that. Caleb City and Kimmy showed up, so they were bowling with us or whatever. So we all like bowled and we just shoot the shit with everything. Um, shout out to Johnny. Johnny's real good at bowling. Omar is really good uh, yeah. as well. Um, See, I wanted to come beat y'all up. I really did. It's gonna happen next time. I'm I'm gonna destroy you all. You probably you definitely will destroy me. I I was surprised. I've never bowled over a seventy. And then mm. for some reason that day I was on point. I, I rolled like a 103 or something like that. And I was like, oh shit, I'm a shit today. But I'm not good at bowling at all. So I'm not gonna lie to you and say that you wouldn't beat me. Um Lee. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be disrespectful. If we pull up to AWA, I might just bring my bowling ball with me. Oh, okay. Leak Leak is cold. Um that might be who you need to go against. Leak had bowled like a 135. Johnny rolled like a 145. So they were like. They were good, but you know what I'm saying? Like me and I'm talking about just fun. Yeah, um, that's good. Did you get did you get that good old bowling alley chicken wings and hamburgers and curly fries? I don't know what they had there, but all they had <clears throat> so the bar sucked. Um they they lied and said they had liquor and margaritas and stuff like that. And then come to find out they didn't have their liquor license. So the only thing they were allowed to sell was beer. And wow. then I'm thinking that they were gonna have the good beer, but all they had was like Bud Light and those Dixie. I got a few Bud Lights, and then that was it. So, but for the most part, 
you know, ours was real chill. You guys had the fun stuff. Y'all had the parties and stuff like that. LSF probably has the best story. I, I about to say, I think, I think LSF, I, I'm probably, I'm going to say LSF had the most, the most fun. And then you, mm-hmm. I think y'all sounded like y'all had, not that I didn't have fun where I was, but it sounded like y'all had like really, really like had a lot of fun. Yeah. I wish I could have got to go to the karaoke night. That would have been fun. To go yeah. To. yeah. Yeah. I didn't even hear about that till it was wrapping up. But, I heard about it the next day. Yeah. Literally, you know, and I heard my back. I heard about it when I was pulling up to the after after party that we all were at later on. Oh, on Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that that was a party. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, Thursday was pretty lit. I think um, that was it for Thursday for us. Uh, we went to Waffle House as well, but you know, I don't think. He didn't really get to see anything. We need to go at nighttime. So LSF. Yeah, nah, you gotta you gotta go like after the party at like he three got, in the morning. He gotta get the full Waffle House experience. Yeah, he, got the, yeah. he got the daytime Waffle House experience. So he got the food, he got to taste the food, but he didn't get to see a fight or anything like that. Yeah, you ain't seen you ain't seen the, <laughs> the chef, the chef get into a shouting match with the cashier for something or the other. Cashier. I get it. You guys are making me hungry, and there's no Popeyes in my direction. So I'm crying. <laughs> but did yeah. you wait? Speaking of Popeyes, did you did you get a bullberry biscuit? Yeah, that was kind of dry, though. No, 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 no. Not a regular biscuit. Oh, I don't oh, think our Popeyes have bullberry biscuits. Y'all Popeyes? Yeah, there was no, oh. yeah, there's no bullberry biscuit. Well, bro. so now you gotta come to the southeast and get you the actual staple item, the disgustingly sugary. Bowberry biscuit, and all I can say it's delicious, terrible. Do you, do, good. Do, do you wanna do you wanna know how good that flipping chicken burger is though from Popeyes? Imagine I I ordered it here with like a free piece here, and they forgot the chicken burger, bro. I I requested a refund and ordered again, paid everything again just to get the chicken burger, bro. That's how bad it is, bro. We gotta we gotta take you to better places, LSF. You... <laughs> nah, <I'm laughs> we gotta bro. take you to better places, man. Nah, <clears throat> I'm happy. I'm happy with what I got. But yeah, so boom. That's Thursday. Thursday was pretty low-key, I think, for everybody. They everyone had their, their spots that they want to hit up and everything. But so for the most part, I will say kind of start to get into Friday. Most of us had our did you guys you guys were fully passed up on Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing else on Thursday. Uh pretty much like we uh did everything. We met a few people and I saw that's the first time I saw Kenny, but it was like a quick, quick high and by. It was like we were coming out, and he was coming in. He was like, "Yo," and then he walked in, and that was it. I was like, "Well, damn!" <laughs> I, was like, I can imagine that quick yo because that was how it was for NYC. Your Kendall said, "I was like, yo, what's up, guys?" Like, "Oh, shit, what's up, man?" And you know, boy said, "Hey, I'll come eat with you." He never showed, but it was just dope to see him. Like, yo, okay, it wasn't just, even like, that. It was a quick, like, he was walking in. I think he was next in line to get his ticket because this was pre-registration. And me and LSF were already out. So <laughs> And he was like, damn. And walked yo, in. And was yo, like, yo. <laughs> so. <laughs> he, knows, he knows it was quick, too, bro. It was like, bitch. Yo. <laughs> and he walked out. So, like, bitch, so here's, here's what happened. Here's what happened. So, so yeah, so I came with the Conquer Movement as press, right? So. I won, I've been to DreamCon last year, so I know not to walk to the front of the line if not necessary. <laughs> so I came in through the back 
And I was like, I walked in with some other people who came from the hotel or whatever. And we all walked in, bumped into, uh, I want to say it was either Jay or Trish. And it was like, well, all right, you come over here. This is in the front here. So they're guiding us to the front where the table is. So by the time LSF, if I might see LSF, Steve, Johnny, everyone else that's outside, I already came in, got my press pass. I hit up my group, my bet, my bro Greg from Lamp Party, hit up my bro, my bro Greg from Lamp Party. And so I'm like, I'm dying, guys. I haven't eaten. I was supposed to meet up with um, Black Girls Anime for something. I was supposed to meet up with some people from the Discord for something. I didn't do any of that. I am starving. I have not eaten. It is like, what, like maybe like 4.30, 5? When you guys saw me, I have not eaten for the entire day. Mm-hmm. I have not eaten for the entire day. And I, I am. I understand. I, understand. I, am, I am just like moving around, right? Man, I'm gonna have to go grab some water in a second. But um, I'm just moving around. So I I come outside, Greg comes and meets me, and I'm like, press isn't really supposed to be walking around anywhere yet. So I'm just like, all right, cool. We walk outside looking for some people. We're just like walking and stretching the line. We're looking at the line, and it's just like, oh, there's a line line. Like oh, yeah. the line is curving around around the street back to almost where the stoplight is. That's how deep the line on Thursday was at one point. And so I'm walking and it's just like, there's like, you know, you don't know everyone's faces, but there's just like certain people's faces or you've met certain people. So I'm walking in line and I know I walk past several people, but I'm so hungry and disoriented at this point. I'm just holding my camera and following Greg, like a paparazzi kind of vibes. And I'm just like, I'm just going to follow you and record stuff and grab snippets for content for later. I bump into Johnny and them and I'm like, oh, it's Johnny. I was like, oh, that must be Omar. That's my this person. I'm just like, I'm like, like putting the mat together, trying to remember people's social media names. And I'm like, okay, this is probably this person, that person, whatever. We walk to the back. Well, not the back, but we walk to the, the front, the end of the front part of the line. And then we walk back. And as we're, as I'm about to like go back in now, cause I'm about to go back inside and um, you know, the, the security's on 20, like they always are. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm walking past to go back here. So I'm getting ready to go back inside to go peep in the exhibit hall. And I'm just like, oh, that's Steve. I very distinctively recognize that face. <laughs> and it's just like, Steve was like, Kenny. I was like, hey, I'm going to sign up. <laughs> he was like, no conversation to be had. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, um, and then, and then Steve hits me up uh, on um Twitter, and I'm like, initially, again, like I was supposed to go with them, but I'm like, I'm again, everyone's like, let's meet at eight o'clock, which was the initial problem for me. If you guys know me, I like planning stuff, and as soon as you give me conflicting information for a plan, and now I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do, because it's like it's three different friend groups basically asking me to hang out. You know what I mean? So I'm like, who do I, whatever. And at this point from before I got to Dallas, I had already told Tokyo that I was going to kick it with them. So in my mind, I was like, well, I already said for sure that I was going to go to that. You know what I mean? So like, okay, I'm going to try to, if I'm going to try to go to two things, because I like, I've now heard about the studio Maho thing. I'm looking, like I said, I look at the map and I'm like, yo, these things are 40 minutes apart from each other. Oh, wow. I, I'm in Arlington. I could go to the bowling alley, which was the, like, that was the initial thing. I was going to come to meet you guys at the bowling alley. But like I said, my bro had just come in and it was like, okay, hungry, but also what if the bowling alley doesn't have food that we like? And then we end up there and we're hungry and we're bowling. So it was like, you know what? 
I still need to shower. If I'm going to go to any party, like, later on, I'm hungry. I need to shower again. Like, I had already been up from early and showered and stuff. He had just come in. He needed to, like, you know, freshen up and stuff. And just like, yeah, let's just go and, like, reset ourselves. So now I've driven away from Arlington 20, 25 minutes out into downtown Dallas. So, like, it didn't make sense for us to go back out to anywhere at this point. So now I went from, oh, I could have gone to two things to, like, well, realistically, I'm going to go to a thing and maybe another thing afterwards, which was that that did happen. We, there was actually another after party that we all ended up going to after after party, basically, um, on Thursday night. And um, yeah, it was cool. Actually, they there was like um, this little spot. Um, they brought out like a little thing. It had like RDC on it and DreamCon on it. They put up um, one of the, the skits that Mark and them did on like the TVs. It, the music was crazy. Everybody was dancing. It was a really good time. Somewhere at the end of the night, there was like a foot race. I don't know. I had, man, I had some good footage to post for a reel, but I don't even have space on my phone to create a reel. Apparently, there's like, you can't create this reel because we can't save the video. And I was like, well, thank you for hurting my feelings once again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's more or less what happened there. But like I said, Thursday was cool. It was definitely like, I I was exhausted, but I think even in my exhaustion, the genuine excitement that I had to see Steve was like, it was a lot. It was just like, I didn't have more to do anything than be like, ah, Steve. Yeah. And then like, I'm going, going <laughs> it was just like, I'm going inside now. Oh, uh, man. So like Thursday was like so much fun. And I was like, the con ain't even started yet. And we just like had so much fun just interacting with each other and just all linking up. So then Friday comes. Um, I know. I don't know if you're ready. For no, Friday. that was perfect transition. I appreciate you. So Friday, Friday comes, and um, I wake up and I get Skylar ready, and we immediately go find LSF. We pick him up. We pick up Rob J, and um, LSF and and Rob are like, "Dang, man!" So they were like, "Uh, they were like, we're ready to get there," and we get there, and we were about to go like find parking, but you know me, I I um just so happen to have a handicap sticker. So boom, I parked directly in the front, like right in front of the building. LSF was like, this is clutch. So then he gets the box or whatever and get ready to set up his table. And we see that line and LSF was like, no, I'm a vendor. So we go straight through. So we cut like a bunch of people, you know, you know, but we were vendors kind of. And uh, <laughs> so- Fuck them. Fuck them, bro. <laughs> I am lining up for shit. Listen, bro. I promise you, I've learned one thing about DreamCon. You pull up there with a British accent, everything you say goes. They think you official. I'm telling you. That's I pulled up. I was, yeah, I was about. I, no. I pulled up. Bro. They're like, show your vaccination cards. I was like, I don't have one. I just got an NHS app. They were like, cool. Say less. Yeah. Say less. No. no, the funniest thing was his fucking, he forgot his ID and he had like his work ID. And he was like, oh man, this is not my actual ID. I was like, bro, nobody's going to know. Like, I was like, nobody has seen a British ID card. So we're going to see your work ID and assume that that's your British ID. He's like, that's not going to work. I'm going to tell him. And I was like, don't tell on yourself. And he was all, so he what was a, like, what a Brit thing to do. Look at you trying <laughs> yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go tell them. I'm going to tell them. They're not going to let me in. I was like, fuck no, just go in there and just show your ID. And he showed his little work ID and we got right in. He's like, I can't believe that fucking worked. And I was all like, why wouldn't it work? Nobody in America has seen a British ID. We don't know, bro. But. We get in, we set up the table, and as soon as we set up the table, like, we start seeing everybody from Twitter, like, everybody from Twitter is there, they're pulling up, they're going to the, they're going to his table and stuff like that, 
And that's when like chaos really started for us because like really it was just like his table was like popping. Like that's he was, dope. Yeah. That's if you want to talk about your vendor experience, because yeah, like how did you feel? Because at first you was you was very nervous. You told us so. Like how did you feel now after experiencing that your first type of vendor? You know, obviously seeing everyone come over and like say hello was was like a good confidence boost. You know what I'm saying? Everyone just kind of looked after me, which I can't thank every, everyone enough. Like it's that that was amazing in itself. But then after that, I decided to look, bro. If you're gonna walk past my table and not speak to me as in mutual or non-mutual, that's not going to run. So I had my business cards. I literally, anyone that walked past, I was like, you into anime and manga? And then uh, they were like, yeah, I'm into anime and manga. I'll speak to them a little bit about Shade of Red, tell them what it is, tell them that they can read it for free or they can help support today because um, I had some physical copies. And then they would ask for the description. I'd show them the blurb of the book. And then, yeah, that was it, bro. Like, that was it. Like, it was just good to, like, just meet some people, you know, do a, like, were just interested in the series so yeah for me it was good man managed to sell out every time i bought copies so that was great so Man, you, you sold out on friday and saturday yeah yeah yeah. I, di- I didn't go on sunday i was i was in a different realm on sunday i didn't go yeah we'll get back to that <laughs> <laughs> uh man we'll get back to that but yeah i think i think friday was pretty straightforward as far as everyone is concerned because it's like I don't know about everyone else. I know I definitely, uh, obviously, I went out and partied a little bit, but I was waiting for my teammate and different stuff. So I, I got to, I got to, um, I got to DreamCon a little late. And I say a little late, like I wasn't there at ten o'clock or nine o'clock or anything. Like I would have liked to be, um, but we still had a good time. Like I think we got there. I, one of the first people we bumped into actually, actually was Steve, um, and Skyler, because uh, we was just walking our way over to um Lamparty's table or walking away from them to start doing stuff. We we conquer movement. I don't like we did not cover content the way we thought we was gonna cover content on Friday. <laughs> like <laughs> we walked around, we checked on the homies and make sure everyone that we know that had boots and stuff. We tried to walk by some of them and make sure everybody was good. Um <clears throat> I think we we bumped into we walked to the back. I think we was having a conversation with like um AJ and Anaris, the, the voice actors in the back and i think that's when we bumped into steve and he was like yeah did you see lsf's table and i was like nah I, I didn't i don't even know where he is honestly and then we went over there and we chopped it up with lsf at this point he's got like three books on the table <laughs> this this is like this is like midday y'all this is like maybe that's great I'm it couldn't first, have even I'm been so one o'clock that. yet it couldn't have even been one o'clock yet he had like two or three books left on the table yeah so that is very beautiful to dope. hear like hands being sold out books like a lot Bro. of people do not get to finish or sell out their books in a day or the weekend of cons. But for him to sell within a day, no matter if you brought only 50 or 100 of our boy LSF, but you still to say you got sold out of what you brought, that's still a huge thing to say. So I'm facts. very proud of you, man. Facts, big Bro, facts. He, he was like, will you watch my table for me for a second? And I could still see LSF walking away. And this dude was like, <laughs> can I have a book? And I was all like, yeah, they $7. And he's like, what's your cash out? And I was like, fuck, he didn't tell me a cash out. <laughs> like, I guess he thought he was going to be back quick enough to like sell his own book. And I was like, all right, well, send it to my cash out and I'll just send it to him. So like I sold a book like really literally while he was still in the background walking away. That's so crazy. Like, That's dope. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you guys, man. Thank you guys. Bye. Not the explosive background. This man walked away with the Power Ranger explosions behind him. He was just... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, sell my shit while I walk away. This man Bro, says, like, this man says to... I trust you. I trust you, Steve. And he, he, he flips he away went, dramatically. <laughs> he went to the vending, uh, the, the concession stand to get a fucking Dr. Pepper. <laughs> nice. You brought the joke back. Like, uh, walking over bro, there. I'm telling you, man, I will marry the this Texas. Man said, this man I said I had it. I had I had a good day's work. You know what I need? <laughs> Dr. Pepper, bro. A Dr. You Pepper. <laughs> Yo, people people called Kyo and Kyo me a madman. I know what he's on now, bro. I get it. I if- get it. If LSF yeah. by next year, two years from now, is not sponsored by Dr. Pepper, I will. It's just wow. It just makes sense. But like he had, I thought I love Dr. Pepper, man. LSF love, Bro, like he literally that's crazy. has. That's crazy. American doctor. Yo. And he was like, it tastes different everywhere you get it. In the bottle, it's different. You're, <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Every all, all carbonated drinks taste different from the big bottle to the small bottle to the can. It tastes completely different. But not, not one not one of them was bad. Like, how are they all consistently good? Look, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's I, that's how I feel about Fanta. So I, I, I can't really, I don't know. It definitely tastes. But yeah, they, uh, man. So so that's that's like during the day Friday. Did you guys get into anything like in the in the midday of Friday? I know like like after I saw you guys and did a couple of things, um, I got pulled to help cover uh interview with um Artel, who has his own uh studio in Japan, his own anime studio in Japan. Um, shout out to Artel. Uh, make sure you check them out. And yeah, so we BGA, I got a call from Eunice for BGA, and it's like, yo, Frankie's doing this interview for us, and we need some camera stuff. And I was like, all right, well. That's kind of what we're here for. Like one of our primary purposes as a conquer movement at, at DreamCon was like to support um Black Girls Anime. So just for some something. So we Can you repeat were, that, Kendall. So I was saying, like, one of the main things that we were there for as a conquer movement was like an auxiliary thing was to support Black Girls Anime. So uh I forget if it's Eunice or Shanique or one of the one of the BJ aunties hit me up and they're like hey we we need someone to help record stuff do you have your camera on you um Frankie's here and needs to do an interview with Artel and so we go over there and I'm like okay what do y'all need it's like we just need to record everything first time going into those press rooms I didn't know what they looked like they sent us the email telling us like yeah there's these rooms available and you can do this that and the other and I was like okay I'm back there and I was like oh this is it was a pretty nice setup back here. So we, we get in there. I drag one of the tables over, set up the camera. Um, I've got uh, Natalie with me. I got Damien Blackheart with me. And so I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to turn this into a very makeshift production thing right now because we don't have any heap of production equipment. I'm not walking around with a soundboard. I'm not walking around with 17 mics. And like I, people was out there with their full like remote studio setup. Back. Nope. I had a lapel mic. I had a, a converter. We had a phone running audio, clipped that onto Frankie, had them set up real nice. And we, you know, quieted the room and recorded that. That was a dope conversation and interview. Shout out to Frankie. She did a phenomenal job. Um, it was re- like, it was just, you know, like watching someone like a professional at work, like it was just really refreshing to watch her do that interview um, and hear them have that conversation. And that was, that was about it for us for the day. We, we kind of, reconvened um we had to leave because we had to check into our airbnb 
they did not want to give us early check-in. So we had to leave like around five, six, grab something to eat and then check into the Airbnb and stuff. So that was it for us until we headed back out again for the evening. So I don't know about you guys. What did you guys do Friday evening? Oh, Friday. I think Friday, me and Skylar went to go see the the King Vader JJK premiere video. And then after that, really Friday was like really chill. Um, I think probably about four o'clock we left, right? And we came all the way back to my house because I had to drop Skylar off because I knew we were going to party. Um, <laughs> so Friday, basically, I, we came all the way back to my house, which was like an hour and 15 or so from, Dream, from DreamCon. And uh, LSF and Rob J rode with me, dropped Skylar off, and then we ended up going to Razoo's to eat before, uh, before the party was going to take off or whatever. So we eat at Razoo's. Um, LSF had another Dr. Pepper again. Um, <laughs> and then that was when LSF found out uh, that refills were free. Oh, and yeah. Refills. That was, that was, yeah, that was the start of chaos because he drank a Dr. Pepper and he was halfway through it, but he was he was kind of like babysitting. And um, I drank my drink and then like the 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 waitress comes by with new drinks. And his doc, she sat another Dr. Pepper down and he was only halfway through it. And he was like, what the hell? I didn't order that. And I was like, it's free. And he was like, you guys got free refills. And I was like, yeah. He's like, so you can just drink cups of sugar all day and have a free refill. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh. And he just immediately chose his, <laughs> Dr. <laughs> his Dr. Pepper. And then he started drinking another one. And it's just like, here we go. <laughs> That, that was the start of a monster, that waitress. So, waitress that <laughs> Bro, why are the refills fucking free? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that was um, magic to him, apparently. Him getting the It is magic. So, uh, after we left Razoo's, I took them back to their uh, hotel to shower. They showered and stuff like that. And then that is when we pull up to the after party, the Airbnb party. And uh, let's just say that shit was chaos, bro. Just lit. That was that was controlled chaos compared to Saturday, though. Because you weren't there Saturday. But, bro, this was yeah. actually calm. Oh, this was calm. yo. Yes. We'll get to Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Whoo, we'll get to Saturday. But, nah, Friday Friday was, was a fun controlled chaos. I would agree. Yeah, we played beer pong. I beat a couple people in pool. Um... Um, we the margarita machine was on point. Fucking Rob J chugged freaking two fucking four locos before like the party really started. So Rob J was definitely um asking to be drunk as shit. Um, and then we just like kind of like we drank, played beer pong and everything like that. Then I was the DD. I had to get LSF. Thank, thank, <laughs> thanks to Kenny, because if it wasn't for Kenny, I don't think I would have ever left that party. Because it would be like, hey, we're about to go. LSF and Rob would be standing there, and then Sundari would walk away. So then I would go get Sundari. I'd come back, and now it's just Sundari and LSF. Rob J's walked away. So I would, I kept going back and finding everybody. We tried to leave. We started leaving around two twenty. We actually left the party at four o'clock. That's how long it took me to like assemble everybody back to the front door because they were it, drunk and they were all it over. was it was so funny because i literally i was like all right i said bye to everyone um lsf's like yo 
yo, you 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 don't look lit enough, bro. I was like, hey, I got this. I got. I was like, yeah, I don't want to drink nothing. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm chilling. I was like, nah, da da da. Here, grab, grab a beer with me. I was like, bro, I don't beer. I'm from the Caribbean. I don't drink beer. Don't disrespect me like that. He's like, nah, bro. I got the rum upstairs, and I was like. Here we go. <laughs> go Bro, upstairs. That's, that's when these these, even to get that rum was a flipping mission. These lot left me uh, in some any area in Texas to go to a liquor store. Like they left me. I was just walking around aimlessly looking nah, for this liquor store. Fuck Bro. No. Nah. I forgot about Bro. us going to the liquor store. Bro, no. we go to the liquor store and there's a live band outside because I live like close to a downtown area of my little country town. So there was a live band outside. LSF was like. Oh, they they're killing it. And he walked up to the band and I was like, well, the liquor store is right here. You saw it. He saw the liquor store. So we went into the liquor store. And then like we're in the liquor store. All of a sudden we hear LSF. You guys fucking left me. I was lost. I was like, bro, it was two buildings down. And he like threw a whole fit. You guys left me. I can't believe you guys left me in America by myself. I didn't know where to go. I was lost. I was like, bro, you being dramatic as fuck. <laughs> But he was that becomes a that becomes a running gag, by the way, leaving me in fucking America <laughs> by myself, bro. Like just by myself, that becomes a running gag. But yeah, it, it did because uh, me and Sam, we kept telling him he was gonna make it to the airport, and LSF kept saying, "Nah, I'm gonna miss my flight. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get me stuck in America, in New York. I got places to be right there in Dallas, Texas." I'm like. Yo, you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. We told you you're gonna make it. You got it. You're like, nah, man, I miss it. Yeah, I gotta get him stuck. I'm like, LSF, believe in us. Believe in Harley Cards. You're like, okay, I trust you. I trust you. Yeah, it, it was funny though. He freaked out. That shit was funny as shit because, like, when he came into the liquor store, the only people that was in there was me, Rob, Jay, and Bo, and we were quiet. So he come in super loud, freaking out and shit. Everybody was like, what the fuck happened? I'm thinking that we gotta beat somebody up or something. He's like, he's like, you guys left me, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> no, that, that poor elderly couple that like had the that owned the liquor store was like, who the fuck is this loud British guy just coming in here <laughs> acting like you own the shit? <laughs> like, yeah, it's an elderly couple that owns the liquor store. But anyway, yeah, back to fast forward back to you guys drinking rum on the steps. LOL. So yeah. <laughs> Say hello, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I've got I've got the rum now. I I, I walk my fact, I walk in, right? And the first thing that happens is, hey, what's up? You know, hey everybody, trying to you know introduce my friends and the rest of my team to people. It's like, oh yeah, da, 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 this is my friend, this is Dan, this is Nali. Bump into Steve. Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you ain't got no drink in your hand. Steve hands me a whole bottle of Patron. Now, it's not full, y'all, but it's the point of the fact that I walked in and suddenly a, a, a bottle of Patron is in my hand. I was mm. like, okay. Yep. Walk in. So it's like, all right, now we're walking around trying to think. There's no cups. Yeah. Hey, where's the cup? No cup. I spent about 15 minutes walking to like this, this access of like three or four points looking for a cup till I get to a point where I'm just like, I'm going to find some other cup some way. I grab a cup. I pour the Patron in. I grab a ginger ale to drink. I didn't use a ginger ale because I turn around 
And as I'm walking, I am informed that there's this lovely machine that has both slushy and alcohol mixed together. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. yo. Yeah. <laughs> that, that daiquiri yeah. machine. Was yeah, fun. I was like, if you know me, I'm I'm a sucker for a nice little frozen drink. So I'm just like, oh, frozen drinks. All right, I'm in. So I'm going and I pull up the frozen drink and I taste it. And I was like, it's kind of weak. Dumps the rest of the patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't trust the rest that. Of the patrol my boy was trying to get drink. that drunk, drunk with that clear the rest water. Of the patrol and into that drink, um, and it was delicious. Um, so now I'm just like chilling now. Like some time has passed because, like I said, we we came to the party a little late because we actually went to the lamp party after party. They hosted the main after party for DreamCon on Friday night. So mm-hmm. I went there, at, you know, again with my camera taking, trying to get pictures and different stuff like that, and. Yeah, I'm sure people heard the different rumors about like how things went crazy, but like it really didn't go crazy. There was just a, a single point in the night where the person I was counting had miscounted. And at least to all of our personal perspectives, they seemed to have miscounted because the place was not even a third filled. And they were talking about the 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 space that has a capacity of 1200 people was filled. I've got footage, guys. I've got footage of the event space. It was not at 1200 people. I promise you it was not. Yeah. Um, so besides that happening and eventually, you know, some of the more big names are pulling up to the party, Mark and them are pulling up to the party, RDC's pulling up to the party, Vader's pulling up to the party, and the different people are coming in trying to figure out their way out through stuff. At this point, I've already kind of, I already got my footage. I'm here to shoot footage, right? Like I'm here also to, sh- you know, support, you know, shout out to Lampard, should support my, my fam, but I'm just like, I've taken photos and videos and I'm not like super pressed to be here to like make sure I grab a picture of like every single, like big name that comes through so really i don't hear uh-huh. you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not there to like be there for the whole event i'm not really there like i'm there to have a good time but like i didn't come with a party mindset like i, I came to DreamCon, and if land party wasn't hosting that party i would have not gone to either of the two big parties so i don't i don't go to the main party for saturday night either uh-huh. but anyway so i'm pulling up to this party again so now it's just like i go from one party to the next we don't get to that we don't get to the house until like maybe two o'clock so shortly after that like i said I've, I've floated around i finally have a drink and it's like i bump into steve maybe like 2 33 o'clock and he's like all right yeah i think it's about time for us to go all right cool lsf takes me upstairs get some rum i've got lsf i leave in the so i, I don't know how to properly explain this just think of your standard hallway right the stairs are near the entrance I oh, walk no. from the stairs. I just, I just want to explain this. I walk from the stairs to the back area, right where the living room and the kitchen is. LSF, Steve, Ari, and Rob are in this spot. Oh. All right, bye, y'all. I go outside. I chill. I kick it up. Come back in. I go upstairs with the rum. I'm now mixing a whole other drink. I'm chilling. I'm coming. I think I'm going back up the stairs. I'm coming down the stairs again. And I bumped into LSF again. I was like, how are y'all still here? He's like, well, you don't have enough rum in your drink. I was like, bro, I have a full cup of liquor. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I can't do anything more than what I'm currently doing. To appease LSF, I go and I throw some more liquor and some more ginger ale and I kind of top off whatever. Do you, I know how drunk I am? do you know how drunk I am? I don't even remember this, bro. I, I bet you don't, bro. I bet, I bet you, you don't. I bet you don't, bro. <laughs> I, I, so I'm playing pool. I'm losing because one, I haven't played pool in forever. And two, I, the table is lopsided. I don't care either which way. I just really wanted to hit the pool ball, if I'm being quite honest. Um, so I'm coming back downstairs now. So Steve has made his way to the stairs now. 
near the door for the entrance. Why are you guys still here? He's like, bruh, I'm trying to leave. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I was like, I got you. So I go, <laughs> I go and I'm like, who? So I was like, who all do you need? I go, I grab LSF. He goes back upstairs. I'm like, all right, I know where LSF is. I'm going to leave him for a second. I let LSF go upstairs. I grab Eerie. I grab, I think Rob like kind of finally stumbles in the direction. So I pull him <laughs> towards him. I go upstairs and I forcefully bring LSF back downstairs. <laughs> and it's like now four o'clock. He's been trying to leave since 2.30, guys. Oh, since like 2.30. He's been and trying to leave since you, like 2.30. I got to drive an hour and a half back. On top of home. dropping them to their respective <laughs> destinations. So I'm like been trying to leave. So now the the, the one that really killed it at the end after you gathered everybody you know it was still one more time where i had to gather them yeah because i came back and you guys were downstairs again and i was like we were why ready. are you here we were ready and lsf decided to just go to my car <laughs> and so i'm thinking like lsf went back upstairs so i was like bro did he go back upstairs and you were like no he's not up there and i was like no i remember gb was like oh let's have a conversation outside so I was yeah. like, cool, I just went yeah. with G, I just followed whatever GB went. And for, so, for some reason, I just y'all ended up in your car. Y'all were standing at my car, and I was like, bro, we've been looking for you. And y'all were just standing at my fucking, I was like, smoking, ah, smoking a cigarette, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I was like, all right, whatever. And I just opened the car door. We get in the car, everybody gets in the car, whatever. Then GB and Ari decide to have like a whole powwow. And I was like, all right, bro, I love y'all, but we got to go, bro. I was like, it's, it's four o'clock. By the time I get everybody home, it'll be 4.30. It'll be damn near 6 by the time I get home. So I ended up dropping everybody off at their spots. And finally, I left. I don't know how the party ended for you, but that's how the party ended for me. And then I turned around and woke up at 9 a.m. Because I had to get Skylar ready because we cosplayed for Saturday. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, awesome cosplay. It was so cute. Thank you. Thank you. We did the Corazon and Law cosplay. And it was pretty good. It was hot as fuck. I don't know. I did it, but then like halfway through the day, I threw that jacket in the shower. Yeah, I think I think right about when I bumped into you and LSF again, you was like, I'm taking this off now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm throwing this. So I threw the jacket in the trunk. Um, Skylar actually only had a lost shirt, but for some reason she decided to put the hoodie on underneath the shirt. I don't know why she did that, but she was burning up. So then she took the hoodie and she threw it in the trunk and stuff. So yeah, we were burning up on Saturday. And then of yeah. course LSF was selling out again. Yep. Again, selling out again. So yeah. Most of Saturday was pretty cool. And then of course the the best part of Saturday, well, the start the hypeness of Saturday starts when we get to the um anime after dark. That was when it yeah. all started to go crazy. Yeah. That was definitely <laughs> that was that was like that was it. I feel like for especially for everyone that's like cool and hangs out on Twitter spaces, mm-hmm. that's the thing that every one of us was waiting for. Yeah. Um it, it, you know, if you if you if you're like again, again, if you if you if you hang hang out with us on on Twitter, you know that there's a lot of people who use Twitter spaces to facilitate their podcasts. And so anime after dark, um, shout out to Worst Gen Pod, shout out to shout out to Blanme Pod. Like they came together and they created this thing, and it it became the thing. It became the thing to do um on Thursday nights. You you popped in there, 
and and you you know you just had a good time they had their setup they had their format they run a smooth show shout out to all of them shout out to sensei glove shout out to panda gb mike uh tarid did i forget somebody uh yes and uh leak of course my bad leak shout yeah we still ain't talk about kingdom it's gonna happen um (laughs) gotta do that uh but yeah so so we're we're all we're we're there at the session or whatever and it's it's it like it's like they have the larger room so there's a room that's like three different of the different rooms fused together so they have one of the larger meeting spaces they're mm-hmm. setting up everything's cool it starts off it, it initially starts off already with a good size like room wasn't like packed but it was already full like like mm-hmm. 15 minutes into everyone getting into the room and this is for the pregame now like there's like a like a 30 minute like setup before we got to the actual live recording at the at the event I mean, maybe like literally a minute to the top of the hour, all of a sudden the room is packed. packed. Like it's packed. You know, they've already mic checked up. We're we've all seen each other. I, I have my camera. I'm walking around. I'm, cla- I'm grabbing pictures and videos of people as they're like sitting and stuff. And I'm like, yo, it's crazy how full this room is. It is still not the most full it is at this point. It just awesome. looks full. Mm-hmm. So now, um. The, the panel goes out to the back and they're like getting themselves together to walk in and start everything else. You know, we've interacted with them on the floor. We're cracking jokes. They've mic checked and everything. Mike's over there and he's like, wig, hat, wig, hat. Everyone's going crazy. Everyone's hype. You know, we just, again, if, you, if you've been part of the spaces, you already know what the vibe is. So we're all just hyped to be seeing the shenanigans in person and be a part of the shenanigans, you know? is definitely, uh, um, you know, as they said, a, a space that's driven by the community. And you have your community there with you in person right. for the first time. And it was just amazing. They walk in, um, I think right before they start, um, I want to say a couple RDC people walk in, uh, Crystal, a couple of them walk in to the front. Ben walks in and sits up in the front. So it's just like, all right, yo, like everyone's really here now. I Like at this point, like all the different entities from, 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 small to big time to mid time to whatever you want to call whatever you want to call everybody everybody's here it's a family affair for mm-hmm. sure for sure for sure bing bam boom um i'm just like like all right they're getting ready to stop you know settle down boom they start they give all the rules they ask for like all right you know the main guest that's gonna come up and give their hot takes so it was um you know if you if you're familiar with the the anime after dark space you gotta give your top three top three or anything so mm-hmm. that's the first thing you introduce yourself you give your top three of whatever um i believe i did the top three webtoons i was reading right now currently and then the next question was kind of like um but like the first main question of the like the night was like you know what got you into the nerddom so mm-hmm. spoke about that briefly blah, blah 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 and so the final thing is hot takes and i'm like all right cool so leak is like prepping us before each one of us goes up and i was like all right so this is the hot take I want to give Leek, but I also want to make this statement. And I was like, you good for it? He's like, yeah. He's like, go ahead and say what y'all want. Because he's prepping us, you know, the like seven or eight of us that were up there. And he's like, you know, you got to have all this stuff ready. Y'all know the vibes. Make sure you don't don't be one of those people who come up there and don't have your stuff ready. Piss so, on your leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, so obviously, all respect, I, I understand why people get nervous when they go to a mic because they're going to, you know, do a question or thing. But like Kendall just said, have your damn question ready no Baby. matter how yeah. nervous you yeah, are facts. because facts. you're going to waste time people on the next people behind you the people on the panel we get it you're nervous to meet us so talk to us and everything whatever may the case be but please for god's sake 
have your yeah. question ready. Yeah, especially especially when you know the format. And that's the thing. Like a lot of people there knew the format. So it it so we got up there. Um it was funny because like um shout out to Kanji. Kanji went before me and they were reading off of um off some notes on their phone and they was trying to crap on Kanji. And I was like, I don't know about y'all, but I also have notes in my phone. So we're gonna just have to crack on everybody. So this is funny now. So like we've had like one or two people go now. Um and the some they're part. they're they're picking other people. So like there's like we're at the top and we're like the guests, right? But in between the guests, they're going into the audience and asking for people's various hot takes. It starts off fine. Yeah, it starts getting edgy. And then <laughs> and then people were very much so just being edgy. And mm-hmm. I think part of it was like, so if you know about Twitter spaces, you got the Jumbotron, you could post up your tweets, right? Obviously, we're in person. We really had the real life Jumbotron. We had a drop down screen Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. And Leek was on the worst gen account and he was managing and posting everything to the hashtag. So now we're seeing stuff come up on the screen. People are saying crazy things. Somebody said Sakura is better than this person. Neji deserved to die. Black Rock Clover is terrible. They said Neji no. deserved to die? God yeah, it damn. Was, the, 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 wow. the tweets were getting crazy. One was like Rock Lee is a horrible character and like his whole character arc is just terrible. Yeah, then, he, didn't, uh, he didn't deserve anything. He didn't earn anything. I, okay. it, it was crazy. And, and of course, as always, in any space where there's an anime gathering of hot takes, there was obviously the slander of One Piece because what, what good space can we have without having One Piece slander? Of course. Um, someone said Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood was mid. Somebody said Naruto was trash. And then oh. somebody was like, Naruto is trash. And then afterwards, it was like, Banana Fish is their favorite anime. And someone tried to call them out for that on the Jumbotron. And people was like, what oh, you, what you trying to say? Crystal, oh yeah, it was Crystal. Was like, what you what you trying to say about banana fish? What y'all what y'all trying to say? Hey, you know, it, it was a lot of stuff. Crystal. People was fighting each other across the room. We had to reset the room a couple of times. Well, not we, but they had to reset the room Kenny, a couple of times. Kenny grabbed the chair. I thought he was gonna have a boondocks moment where he was gonna throw the chair. At Look, buddy. I I was getting sick of people because so the Rockley take happened like right after the One Piece slider, and I was um, already yo. Hey Kendall, before we continue, um, uh, it is four a.m for our boy LSF over there in the UK side. You are so, absolutely right. Um, so LSF, before you hop up, will you want to give any last thoughts of DreamCon experience? Anything that you want to highlight overall? Because I understand that's late as well, so I don't want to keep you any more than you should because I know that after you, we'll probably stay live for another 10, 15 minutes or so. So LSF, tell us any last things you want to say, the event, what you're grateful for, anything. I ain't got nothing to say over there. Thank you. Bruh. That's it. That's not, it. Not other than thank you. Don't Damn, do that. I got you. Don't go nowhere, LSF. I'm going I'm to I'm speed forward through this. So <laughs> the, the incident happens. The Rock League comment happens. I'm sick of people. I grab my chair and I walk over there with the chair in the air. And I'm like, look, I ain't going to hold you. The boondocks nigga moment was brewing. And I had to check myself. I walked over there and I sat the chair down in front of me. I was like, you need to have several seats. I know you already have a seat, but have another seat. <laughs> um, Yo. That video was so exciting, like it threw me off. I'm like, wait a minute, that's Kendall? Like, no. yeah, his so this, body is this is his so body this, like- this is the funniest part about all of this, right? Because while I had bumped in and met certain people throughout the day, I don't think anyone knew that I was who I was until I started talking on the mic. Like, I several people had interacted with me, and I they had no idea that that was me until I went up there and started speaking on the mic, and it was hilarious. Anyways, all of that happens. I give my hot take. We already talked about the sports hot takes. We don't even need to run through that. 
Now let's fast forward to the kickback and we're we're at the kickback, right, LSF? And it's crazy. I don't know what happened somewhere at some point in time. Someone the address, the address leaked. was given out to other people. And so all kind of people were trying to show up at the kickback because Friday night was lit. So like people are like, oh, well, that was the real good party. Everyone wants to be, we know everyone wants to be where wherever everybody else is. <sighs> Start regulating stuff. Bro, the house was packed. Bro. And King, as King as people and were there. Like yeah, I'm about to say the funny thing was basically at, at one point, um, there was too many people there. And I literally I got there and like shortly after I was like, I don't want to be here. Like the vibes wasn't right. It wasn't like our people there, it wasn't like the Twitter people, it was just like there was just a lot of extra people Everybody. there. JB, JB and Mike and them start regulating people's like, look, if you don't know somebody in here, or we don't know you. You like, you got to go. Like, you just got to go. As soon as he does that, like, I think like shortly after is like Taylor and Crystal and some of the other influencers start to pop up. All right, cool. A couple of people start to leave. People are like, all right, well, it's been whatever. People start to head out of there. Boom. Another wave of people come out. Even more people are coming in. The other after party is wrapping up. King Vader shows up. Oh, uh, Zeno, Zeno shows up and it's just like, what yeah. is going on here? They it's like 5.30 in the morning. I, oh my gosh, it was so much. But LSF was there. Like I said, LSF can attest to it. It ended up being a lot. I think a lot of people kind of ended up just kind of going about their own way. And bro, um, I start to become a bout. So the owner of the house, bro, like yo, everyone, everyone, all, all, all the real ones was at the door at some point and running ops, bro. We was like, yeah, now nah, you got to keep this door closed, bro. You got to leave. <laughs> the interview mm-hmm. out, bro. But, but yeah. Bro, Saturday, we don't talk about Saturday, bro. It just yeah. happened. That's the that's the that's all you get for Saturday. If you wasn't there, <laughs> you just, I get it. Like that's to be there. there. I would say this. Um, I know Kendall has gone to what he has learned and you know what was said, advice and everything. But I would say this that seeing everyone meet in person, that like I would love to meet Panda. I love to meet. I would love to meet GB. Um, or Mike and all these people that we have known in the community for the past two years within the pandemic. Time has fly. You talk to them, you get to know them. And I will I have met Zeno, I have pictures with him, but to actually interact with her, not just as a fan, but also as a friend, like just to meet with these people and just and chat. I've met RDC World. I've I have hung out with them for work-wise, but just as friend-wise, I haven't had gotten the chance. I do text John here and there, but I don't have like a friend actual type of bond with them. But to actually not saying that I'm jealous or envious of you guys. I'm proud of you. Like everyone that went there and met at pictures to actually say that they have met their pen pal. They have actually met their friends from the Twitter spaces, anime manga spaces, the community spaces overall. It's fucking beautiful. Like that's one thing that I hope to go and meet DreamCon and meet all these other people that I did not get the chance to meet. Same thing with anime NYC. Hopefully people get to, you know, go there as well. It's a con, but with the anime and manga style. And it's like the nice end of the year con. And I told people like, hey, it's nice to just go there and meet everyone, you know, and be part of it. So overall, I'm just proud of everyone had a great time. If you um, had parties or not, had a great experience overall, publicly or not publicly stuff, stories you want to say or not. Overall, I'm, I hope everyone had a blast because it's an event that, I wish I was part of, but then they, I hope everyone had a great time so they could say that they, they had good memories and overall 
the DreamCon event continues to get better and better. That's all I have to say overall with this little, you know, mid-credit, you know, talk that we just had here. So I'm too happy for everyone. Yeah. Hey, yeah. shout out to LSF. You want to drop your plugs for us before you jump off, bro? Uh, I am LSF. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, LSF underscore 96 red underscore. Wait. You'll find me if you just type in LSF. Uh, have a little manga, shade of red on webtoon. Check it out. Big um, manga, not little manga. It's a sold out manga in all stores. <laughs> no physical copies, sold out everywhere. <laughs> you can only read digitally for free on webtoon.com. Check yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. That's not true. You can go slide, slide LSF some money. We we want we want that. Facts. <laughs> I think I've, I've, got like, I've got like five copies there. So, like, but yeah. Um, cool. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys for taking care of me. Uh, Always. Steve, I, I just tried the cinnamon cereal 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 you told me to get. Fucking crack. That shit's got crack. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Bro. Hey, what's cereal? Cinnamon toast uh, crunch. Cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, that's very good. I, I've never yeah. had that in my life as well. Oh, bro, it's beautiful. You live here. I <laughs> had. No, hold up, hold up. I had the other version of a sugar, which is the Frosted Flakes, you know, Kellogg's, and Tiger. Uh, see, but the thing is, Frosted Flakes don't even hit the way Frosted Flakes used to hit, bro. That oh, shit definitely. Is, that's a fact. It's something different. It's something oh, different. Oh, yeah. That's a fact. Back then, you uh, would taste the sugar. Y'all y'all going to give y'all going to give LSF sugar withdrawals. That man got sugar tax to worry about. Stop talking about this bro, sugar, bro. Literally, bro. literally that, bro. Like, fuck it. I uh, wish I had a I wish I had a Dr. Pepper right now to wash this uh this wow. this, this bro, nothing I told, I told LSF because he was getting like fruit loops and stuff. I was like, bro, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm getting <laughs> cereal that they don't have in Britain. And I was in the UK and I was like, Do y'all have cinnamon toast crunch? He's like, No. And I gave it to him. He said, Is it good? So I gave him another box. I said, That's how good it is. <laughs> so had, and he, he said, You take, get two for that. He didn't take two boxes, but he only took one. I bet you, you wish you did now. I wish I took two, bro. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I see that. I see that. Yo, shout out to LSF. Again, you can follow him online on Twitter, LSF underscore 96 underscore red. Make sure you search Shades of Red on Webtoons and check it out. Hey, we love you, bro. Yeah, love, it's love, all I love. love you guys as well. It's bro. all love, bro. Yeah, Until go drink. Time. Go drink that Dr. Pepper. Go eat that cheese on pancakes and go eat that beans on pizza. Let's go. When did we add? When did we add that? What the fuck was going on? When did we add that? Beans on pizza. It been added. It been added. All right. Nah, you know what? Abe, cut that. LSF, peace, bro. Peace, peace, peace. Take care, LSF. It was glad to have you. Thank you very much. Bye, boy. But Kendall, uh, man, let's 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 bring you. this. Oh, yeah, let's let's bring this thing home. Uh, <laughs> I am bewildered. This man said beans on pizza. That sounds. I uh, literally sounds shitty. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yo, so again, we don't have to kind of. It's it's you know we have fun. We got into stuff, and it, this definitely lasted a little bit longer than I think we was thinking about having it. But I think Sunday Sunday was pretty straightforward. Um, uh, like LSF said, he didn't really do anything on Sunday. Um, yeah. Sunday was kind of the, the slower day to, to kind of wind down and stuff. A uh, big day for us for the Conquer movement because that was, we literally applied for Plus, got one interview in, and I don't know if it, maybe we turned in our application too late or whatever the case may be, but we literally got Crystal, and that was the only thing that we had lined up for our Sunday. 
So we got up Sunday. We went to um, Black Girls Anime, had their brunch in partnership with DreamCon. We went to that, left there, went to grab Crystal for her interview. And God, God is so good, y'all, because I turned, I went around from, I went from, I have a interview, a interview, and I got like seven interviews that day. I went like, I went from one single interview to like seven to eight interviews before five o'clock because five o'clock was when the rooms were closed and everything. And so I literally, I get there, we're waiting for Crystal. Um, we pulled Trish, who's one of the, the main coordinators for um, all that stuff behind the scenes. I'm like, all right, I got Trish in the hallway. She's trying to help me find, figure out what's going on. So I'm like, well, Trish, can I interview you real quick? So boom. So now before I get to Crystal, I've now interviewed with BJ and I, I interviewed Bree and John at the same time at the brunch. Cause I was like, well, you're here and I, I might as well get you right. If you have time for it. Um, boom. That's cool. We do that. I get Trish in the hallway. Um, we pick up like, I'm just like a random individual, just like, Hey, you know, they were sitting there at the brunch too. So we interviewed them. Cool. Crystal comes in. We're doing that. Um, you know, we shout out to Grant Sounds. We, we, we get Grant Sounds in the room at the same time. And I was like, my brain is like, ah, I interview both of them at the same time. And I was like, you know what? No, I want to have an interview and a conversation with just Crystal, an interview conversation with just Grant. So we get both of them, walk out the room. We, nice. my, we My bro points out that Zeno's in a room. Actually, you know, if we could catch him afterwards, we're like doing other things to like kill time till Zeno does. I shout out to Studio Maho, bump into Kels and uh, Allende. And it's like, yo, they're about to go do the thing for the, the geek documentary with Young Deuces and them. Uh, shout out to Dez. And I was like, yo, he's like, can you give me like 10, 15 minutes? And I was like, hey, 10, 15 minutes is enough time for me to squeeze in an interview. So I dragged them into an empty room, grab an interview with them, and then uh, grab Zeno. Yeah, that works perfectly. Other, yeah, I was like, a couple other things happen. And I'm like, boom. Now, I like I said, I went from like one interview for the day to like, I got all the interviews I was trying to get. Basically, I hit, I hit my goal for the weekend and then some all of a sudden. So, I is very proud. It's very proud to hear that. And for anybody that don't know, interviews are not easy. They're hard because mm -hmm. also it hurts the content creators because when you put so much work and proud of you doing an interview and then don't get enough views or traction, like me and Sam have done great interviews. Um, there's two that um two or three that we're very proud of, but they have only like less than a thousand views or something. Yes, we're a small channel, but overall, like people love to know about these voice actors the content creators but then when you just don't want to actually know the person behind as a content creator or the voice actor or the actor itself and you just don't check it like there's more to them there's they're humans at the end of the day they go through the same thing we go through it they're introvert extrovert there are anxiety stuff like that they go through the same thing we go through and those are human stuff that interviews are made for to know what their process and everything so I really want anybody that does check out this podcast, go check out the Conquer Movement. Go check out the interview because I cannot wait to check them out. If I do, if I do edit them or not, I'm going to check them out either way because I want to support. But also, I want to check out the interview because I missed that weekend and I want to check other people, all the different type of style of how you express it because it all is like a whole different type of ball game. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not gonna get too deep with like the rest of the interviews. I also interviewed Greg for Land Party, interviewed Tokyo Sam on the floor right before everything was wrapped up. Um, and interviewed um Todd Away, shout out to Todd Away, the cosplayer Todd Away. 
So again, I, and these were just like, these are uh, the, the fun part about the interviews, right? Before I get to talking a little bit about Zeno and, and kind of wrapping up everyone's closing thoughts is, um, I follow a lot of these people for years now. Um, some of these people are like people I, I genuinely, I either met them at DreamCon before, I've met them at other places. You know, I do try to kind of like, you know, make the extra effort to kind of check out what they're doing and check how they're doing in general. Like I'm not friends with them, like on a personal level to say like, oh, I have all their numbers or whatever. But like, you know, sometimes you see people post about stuff and it's just like, yo, I really want to check and see how they're doing or they people go live and different stuff. So these interviews were very personal for me specifically. Um, so that was that. Now, of course, you guys know I've been trying to get into the voice acting thing. Uh, one of the things that kind of helped push me in the direction last year was a conversation I had with Zeno at DreamCon. Um, and so I got to interview Zeno. And I told Zeno, I was like, yo, man, I, I think I'm going to be a little selfish with this interview. And so we sit back and we start having just one of the best, literally the best interview I've ever had. Uh, it was That's super dope. personal, super, super intricate. Um, uh, a lot of gems was dropped. Like I said, I can't wait to drop that interview and even to just pull clips from that interview because it's going to be a lot. Um, so now I say all that to say, kind of like bringing it back. Like I definitely learned a lot from each of those interviews. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that I learned is that like it's really a matter of doing. And I'm... I, I realize where I've been getting in my own way with a lot of stuff. And I realize that I have to do a better job of marketing myself correctly. So that's me. I don't know what about you. Did you pull away any like any gems in particular from anybody this weekend, um, Steve? So I didn't do any interviews, but I did. Yeah. Um, I, I finally, the gem that I quote unquote did get was I finally, because I'm not technology savvy as everyone knows. But I finally found out that, oh, you can get that little microphone and plug it into your phone and that way it'll sound clearer. Because at the beginning on Friday, I did try to do an interview, but I was just trying to do it through my phone. Mm -hmm. And that shit was not fucking working. And I was like, I can hear everything around. I was like, it's not working. So I actually found out about the mic thing and attachment. So that's my gym that I got. And then um, from Daphne from Studio Maho, she gave us a lot of good information about um, law and protecting your content and securing your thing copyrights Ooh. and things like that she had a really really good panel shout out to daphne yeah that's interesting yeah. i was wow. so upset that they put her panel on sunday afternoon i really wanted to go to go to that panel but like i said I, as, as you heard i was running doing interviews like a mad person but yeah. i would love to know more about that panel because that really sounds interesting stuff that i would like to know myself but that like again Again, towards what I said earlier, like just being around everyone that does anime after dark, everyone that does their own podcast and like their own content, me being part of that probably would have motivated me more or proud, but also feel like proud to know these people because like each of them brings their own set of skills of how this, you know, of how to speak on the mic. They have their own fans because of how people can relate just because of race and ethnicity or just because they have something that they can relate to in anime manga, just because they say Rocky is whack. They'd be like, oh shit, I agree with you too. Or saying, or saying, oh, how Crystal will tweet, one piece is midi. And a lot of people be like, nah, yeah, that's real. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, oh no, she's a huge One Piece fan. She got, no, no, I she know, got baited. I know. She got baited. There's the clips out on Kiera's page. She got baited yeah, into, yeah. <laughs> into it, that. It, it, yeah, girls are a big One Piece fan. I know. 
But for the tweet, that's like, damn, like, I, I would do those type of tweets, but I just can't lie to myself. Like, I would never say one piece of, like it's whack or Look, or there was like, a lot going on. Yu Yu Hakusho was like a Mac. It was a lot. It was all kind of stuff going on. But well, it's overall, definitely it's definitely the end of the night. I want to say the biggest gem that I think all of us can take away from it is that everyone's a human. Um, your favorite content creator is a human. You're a human. Right. Be kind to people. Your words do affect people. And you never know, you might think that you're just saying something out of like snide or jealousy, or you just want to get something off your chest. You want to target it at people and it affects people and they may not ever say it directly to you or show it to you, but we just need to understand that we're all human. Um, be kind, be respectful. When you do bump into these people in the streets, more times than you probably know, they probably do want to interact with you, but there's a proper way to go about and a proper time to go about things in regards to interacting with people. So just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, you can take us out, Bash. Um, Steve, do you have any last thoughts about DreamCon or anything that you felt that it was memorable as what do you want to add before we head out? Man, the memorable thing was just meeting everybody. That was to me, that was that was my personal best part of DreamCon. Um, was just meeting everybody. Um I've I we kind of talked about it and touched on it uh pre-show or whatever, but like at this point for me, I've been to every single DreamCon every year. Oh, and yeah, um, said that. I haven't missed one. So at this point, DreamCon has become a meeting spot for me, um, for me to meet everybody from any Twitter and stuff like that and just like kick it with people. I don't, I mean, I've met everyone from RDC World, had conversations with them. They're cool. And all the other people, whenever there's a new person, content creator that I haven't met, I'll try to go seek them out. But for the most part, like DreamCon is like, a reunion for me if you will like you know what i'm saying like even if it's our first time seeing each other and meeting each other it just feels like yo this is a huge big family reunion and i really really love going to this and i i wish we would do it for more because i know for DreamCon it's like the big one that everybody goes to but i wish we did it for other cons as well because i would love to like just hang out and kick it with everybody again and stuff like that so Oh, go ahead and pull up to Anime Weekend Atlanta, Steve. That's going to be DreamCon Part 2 at this point is what it's seeming like. That's what it's looking like. When is that? That is October going to be 13. October 31st or 30th, the weekend of the, the Halloween weekend. I'll Halloween? see. I'll see what's up then. I'll try I could go. be wrong. It's either the week before that or it's that weekend, but I think it's usually like the Halloween weekend. We could but... talk after the show because yeah. I'll... I'll see. I'll see. But I'll say the same though. I'll say the same as Steve. I just wanted to see everybody. Yeah. I just want to see my friends. I wanted to meet people that I've been Kiki and Kaka and on Twitter with. Mm. I wanted to, you know, like I genuinely have been uplifted, even just even like just before the show. Like I got down on myself about some stuff and people have like, you know, sending memes, sending positive words of encouragement. So like I appreciate y'all so much. I appreciate you, Vash. I appreciate you, Steve. I appreciate everyone that's tuning in and watching this. And right. Yeah, this let's let's do some more of that. Let's let's you know we don't gotta wait for cons to schedule, meet up with your friends and stuff. Like, let's let's do some stuff, man. It's been a good year so far for meeting and socializing with people, and I really appreciate that. Chat, same thing that Steve and Kendall said. I was not the con, but I've gone to cons, and I know the experience of what they're talking about. Just like we said in sports anime, that if you at least have felt that once with a con or with the bond with people that you met, like a pen, like a pen pal. I've met friends that I've spoken to for months, weeks, or years um, through Discord or online, and it's a beautiful experience. 
Sadly, I haven't had a chance to go to DreamCon. I'm hoping to go next year in the year 2023. It will be an experience that I would love to meet Steve. I'd love to meet Rob. I'd love to meet Panda. Uh, Worst Gen, the squad from everyone, anime manga. As well, anybody that haven't met yet, you know, I'd love to meet my dad too. Dad needs to talk. I'd love to meet him too. He is the father of Ash. He is my father for those that don't know. So shout out to him too. I love to meet him. Just to make that joke in person. Be like, hey dad, That's why do you leave me to buy milk? So cringy. When you I know, say hey dad but, in it, but, but it works though. And Kendall, you're mute. Said I hope we record that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It will be fun. But jokes aside, I love to meet everyone and I hope everyone that watches us will love to meet us too. We are feeling people, but like Kendall said, just catch at the right time. You know, just know how to say hi to us and don't be shy as well. We're we're human. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, there's a perfect way to wrap it up. Cause if you're human too, we're all here doing the show. It's it's just press record, go live. If you think it's easy, at the end of the day, like Kendall said, we not everyone have our days. We sometimes get down, but sometimes we need our people to help us get back up. So if you watch our show and just lurk and watch us to just chill, go for the night, I appreciate you guys watching. Continue liking, subscribing, um, in the mind of the blurred, conquer movement, special entertainment, um, Abe, Ray Apollo, JB, the C4S reviewing door four this Friday evening. It will be a fun show because a lot of people will be having mixed reviews, mixed on. So we're all gonna hate it and agree on that. So let's see what we're happens. We're all gonna hate it and agree on it. <laughs> we 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 about to see what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. But overall, I appreciate everyone that's watching. Stay tuned for this Sunday show in Ronan and maybe a possibly new show. We will see what happens. We got plans, maybe. You know, we're all getting that. We're all getting that fever. If you know that JJK manga, and maybe that leads you to something manga related, maybe. Who knows? On that, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Peace.